0: Okay, here we go. Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at KMATalkRadio.com. I like to smoke
1: them like some rich, churches.
2: Go, go. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leap, everyone out there at Radio Land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in lovely West Palm Beach, Florida, I am Adam K. the Brewmiser. Give me just a sec and I will adjust that for you. Okay. Yes, I'm getting a note from one of our guests. Do please turn my uh, headset up, but uh, sorry, let me finish the intro and then I can do that. Uh, with me, of course, as always, Mr. Honest Dave. Good morning. Uh, Paul, the producer. Hi. Hello. And,
3: uh, yeah, feel free. Hi. Hi. Hi.
4: What, what, what are you just not a fan of mine today, huh?
3: Uh, actually, I'm not a fan of yours any day, but. That's not true. No, oh, that's so true. Dude,
4: you, uh, it's funny because Listen, there's only, you show love there's only, okay. when nobody's there to see. No, no, no.
3: Hold on. Let's, let's get things real. <laughs> All right. Let's get, let's get my, things real. I, let's start up the show on a, let's start up the show a good my, note. My ability, my <laughs> ability to show show affection and care for people that are dear to me has no interaction, no uh, correlation, Bearing. no correlation oh. to my ability to point out your flaws and weaknesses and retardedness. Retardedness. Uh, I, I shouldn't use that word. Sorry. Yeah, Forgot we did it. learn we're not supposed to use sorry. that word. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but idiocracy. Did, idiocracy. you complete idiocracy. So I mean, one has nothing to do with the other. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I will tell you the one aspect in life that I commend you on. I think you do very well. Uh oh. I'm nervous about this. You're, you're being a father.
4: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Act- actually, it means a lot to me coming from you, because you I, do, I
3: consider you a great dad. You so. do a very good job with your son, man. Oh, thanks. You do an amazing job. You almost saw son. him this morning. I, I I was trying to get here early to catch him, but that was a little too early. He
4: he would have been here longer, but he passed out in the car on the way, <laughs> so we had to do the car swap, and we did, we don't want to wake him up, because he's not feeling great. Oh. The, last night, he didn't sleep that well, so no, now he, he's sleeping, so we're like, all right, everybody just... Quietly sneaking into the car, switching cars.
3: You're doing a good job as a daddy. Oh, thanks, man. Uh,
4: if, if that's the one thing I do well in life, I guess it's okay. That's what I've seen. You no, know, <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, you didn't see me last night at the Vanilla Ice uh, event in Wellington.
3: Well, who would want to go to a Vanilla Ice event?
4: He, so you know, he's a he's a neighbor of ours. He lives in the same town as who we do. Who cares? And uh, well, he's a he's big into. The I community. think our property,
3: I think our property values just went down. <laughs>
4: Well, Springsteen also owns property there. And well, Billy Joel. That that's up.
2: that's high property value. Billy Joel's in Malapan.
4: No, no Billy he, Joel he has a house in Malapan, year. but no, he just he sold it last year. Oh, did oh, he actually oh, well, sell it? There you
2: go. I don't he, know if he sold it, but he had it up for sale. It's up for year. sale now, but okay. he bought
4: his new his new wife is an equestrian. So ah. they bought they bought two big pieces of land. Uh, two big properties in Wellington recently.
3: So you're gonna go to the Over polo the season years. in the hopes to catch Billy Joel. I mean I go Bruce to polo Brasley. season anyway. I, I have become that does guy. You, does your wife like, wear like the big hats and yeah. do you go out in the field and fill the divots? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, I oh, brought the baby God. out there last All year. Right. When, when he loved se- it. When does season start? I don't know.
4: I, I it, It's when I see the signs. And you wonder
3: why I see he's pathetic, yeah. right? It's when I see the signs. I
4: like the atmosphere. I Drinking you know, drinking champagne and walking around and like. I see it, sucker I want to take my
3: kids to see it, go see it. To see what? I want to take my kids to see it, go see a polo match. It's
4: awesome. Okay, it's, yeah. and, it's awesome.
3: And your kids love... I've never heard anybody describe a polo match And your kids match love awesome. animals, awesome. so they
4: will they will enjoy it.
3: I just don't want my kids to get into horse riding.
4: Oh, well, it's oh, a very yeah. expensive hobby. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's why... I, yeah. And, yeah, you live in the wrong place for I, that. I kid. know. Surrounded by
3: people with Dude, $30 million we dollar go to properties. And we see all the little girls walking in their little <laughs> yeah. boots and jackets and white guitars. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, don't look at her. Because, you know, that's what they do. My daughter will see that cool outfit and goes, oh, that looks cool. What did she do, Daddy? Oh, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's how you know... You know
4: the- when you, I guess, in this country, when you have so much money that you cannot figure out what the hell to do with your life anymore, you get into this horse riding, this horse riding and jumping, and so, I mean, it's a cool hobby, but it is—it's all consuming, and there's so much money involved. I mean, like entering it, these things, it's hundreds of thousands it's, of dollars,
3: dude. It's, it's never unbelievable. They—they they eat alone. What they eat a month alone is, right. is an expense.
4: And these horses live in better houses than I live in. They, I mean,
3: mm, that's not saying much. <laughs> Anyway, you actually have an
4: vanilla ice Vanilla Ice did this really cool. Like he was part of this community program where they did like a winter wonderland yesterday, and they had uh, all local talent in the area. They were doing yeah. There you go. He sang it last night. Is that Ice Ice Baby? Yeah. He sang
3: it last what, night. Okay, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What other song could Vanilla Ice possibly he sing? He
4: did sing a couple of other
2: songs. Like, he sang a Flavor Flav song, okay, which, I, but which was weird. what other song of his could he possibly sing? Fun that's fact, what my wife said. And technically, el- that's not his. Ninja character. Turtle song, duh. Fun, fun fact, he also had a hardcore uh, rap. He had a hardcore metal album that he put out yeah, in nineteen ninety seven, I want to say.
3: I don't know what's worse, that he did that album or that you know he did that album.
2: I my, my best friend at the time, John LaFleur, knew the album was coming out and actually went and bought the album.
3: Okay and now played, I played it for now I know stuff. it's not a completely true story. He used the word best friend. No,
2: my friend at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: his, okay. His hetero life mate. No, no, no. What?
4: That's what he calls his best friend. No his, he his hetero, life hetero life mate partner. You've <laughs> never heard that before? Are you
3: serious? He's
4: in my phone as HLP. Abe, you've never heard this before. You know who it is, too. It's somebody you know. The Gardner? What? The Gardner Gardner? No. What? It's the
3: Mick. Does he know you call him Yes. Okay. Does he call you that, too? Yes. I don't believe it.
4: serious he got. You, you know, You've Mick, never heard him say that?
3: You know, I've never heard he him say He says it all that. the you time. W- the Mick worked for me for years and actually was one of the original co-hosts I know. on KMA Radio.
4: That's why I want to speak to him. Oh, I we I got to get some him other, on the show. I found out some other cool facts my about him. My favorite
3: story was, well, I mean, heterolife life He's a of.
4: fascinating guy.
3: Mick? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he is. <laughs> but uh, definitely eccentric on many levels. But oh, yeah. my favorite is when he came bitching one morning because he was, I think, with his girlfriend, fiance, whatever you want to call it. They've been together forever. Out one night, he was supposed to be home by a certain time, and Adam had made a pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Adam had made a pot roast, of which the Mick didn't get home in time to eat, and he blew his phone up. Where are you? I made this pot roast. Wait, That's wait. The last Adam time... was sending it to the Mick. That's the last <laughs> time I cook anything for you. What? <laughs> what? I'm whining.
2: So he is his it was life so, partner. No, no. It was so. It was bad. a joke. Yes. It quote, was it was a Seinfeld joke. thing. It was quoting Seinfeld, the episode where Kramer gets a job, and then Jerry's like, "You cooked? I
3: ordered in. Come again." Yeah, right. Thank you. It was the whole thing. He is a strange series. I'm surrounded by strangers. This, you know, I, sometimes I wonder if my life is penance for something I'd done really <laughs> bad in, in in a past life. You were a crook in a because past really life or something. I'm surrounded by very odd people.
4: <laughs> You—it's who you surround yourself with. Most of the odd people in your life are employees. Listen,
3: I—you I, <laughs> hired that's them. The, you, you know who's coming in for interviews these days? The pool's really like shallow, <laughs> especially in South Florida. Yeah, and as far as producers, well, we had a budget. You're the only one that's the best. You're the only one that, only one that applied.
4: I didn't even apply. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it took me a month to decide. Yeah, it took me a month to make a decision. Well, I just really don't know. You know, it just seems like <laughs> I, I don't want to let you down, and I'm not sure I'm up for this. I really, I, but I really, really like it, dude. Do you want a fucking job or not? That's literally what the conversation went like. Do you do you want
4: to get into your soapbox? Since we're in the beginning of the show, we haven't introduced our guests yet. I think yet, we should no. introduce our because
3: I, I like their input on your on your, my, on your oh, soapbox. Yes. All right. Well, then. Why don't you just introduce them? We don't have to go to the meet your making. I don't
2: have any paperwork in front of me. You, yeah, nobody has any paperwork. Oh, you do.
4: You, you <laughs> do. It's there. I gave. I gave Adam. I put Adams over there. It's fine. Thanks. There you go, Adam. Glad you did that.
2: Thank you. <laughs> uh, right on camera, I did it too. Yeah. So uh, sitting with us today, uh, back after a long hiatus, Mr. Steve Hernandez of the Hernandez Brothers. Hey, Steve. Good morning.
3: 2 thirds of the Firmunda triplets. <laughs> uh, One-third, actually. I, I used to say it when they're both around yeah. together, but one One-third one third, of the Fermundo triplets. triplets. You
4: know, I've never I don't ever remember you being on the show. Oh, You've yeah. been around, no. but I well, don't ever remember not, speaking Not, with not you on before the show. you were the producer. Yeah.
3: Back, yeah. In, oh, the good, good back in the good times.
2: The good old days. Yes. <laughs> Just waiting for that. Yes. And uh
3: Did you remember you, you, you did you ever hear the episode when we convinced Emily that Firmunda was a cheese? Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We told the lady, "Oh, that's her, a great my, episode." And she yeah, yeah. And I got to tell my friends. Oh yeah, it's great cheese. Well, she believes anything. I know. On. I miss her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> and uh, Reniero Lorenzo of HBC Cigars, welcome to KMA Talk. Welcome Thank back you for, KMA for having Talk, me, right?
3: No problem. Yes, will, Renier will be our guest for our Meet Your Maker <laughs> segment coming up later on. But right yeah. now, I'm going to get into a soapbox.
0: Hey, oh, look soap at that! Box alert. And alert. I got a graphic
4: too. Are you
3: proud? I didn't see the graphic. Is it it's always the same graphic we always use. I've used. probably never seen it. But, but you know, here's the thing I saw a post last night in uh, Risty's cigar group. And I was a little surprised by this. And I did a The JSK reading. group? Yeah. Okay. And I made a post, but all Risty's posts are gone from his own group because Facebook is questioning if he's really himself. So they've suspended Because his he account. doesn't
4: have his real name. Because he can't change it back, he said. Yeah.
3: Well, I don't know. Anyways, so I'm before I even say who this is, I'm just going to read this. You may know what I'm talking about, but if you do, don't say anything, but you may not. I know these two won't. So here's a program, right? Oh boy. And it's, it's a Cigar Club program. Now, I want you to listen to this. Ready? When you join this program, your name is added to the bottom of the queue. Then we manage on an invitation basis, subject to a combination of time as a member and production size of each offering. Once you have received your offering and made your first confirmed purchase, you will then be offered the next offering each and every year given continuity of purchase. If you decide not to buy any of the cigars that are offered, your name will be moved to the bottom of the list and it will be some time before you move back up into an offer. Uh By bumping the customer who chooses not to purchase the offering to the bottom of the list, we are making room for new buyers in the next offering. It is this policy that allows us to continue to offer the cigars to new purchasers. An invitation to purchase does not guarantee the same quantity for the next offering and is subject to change given production size. Now, what is a wish? If you receive a wish oh my God. in your offering, what? yeah, I, I is this you,
4: for a Maserati? Hold on,
3: this is my thing now. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag you don't need wishes to buy cigars. Ready? huh listen. If you that's my new hashtag, I used it yesterday, but my post is like deleted because it's on Risty's post. <laughs> if you receive a wish in your offering, then you are receiving the ability to wish for an offering. And oh. should be should a guaranteed member not purchase their offering, then we grant wishes so that new members can become guaranteed members. With a wish, you'll follow through the checkout process and put all of your information And should we be able to grant your request, your card will then be charged. We do not charge for any order unless it is capable of being fulfilled. If your wish is granted, you will move up into a guaranteed offering for each release thereafter, given continuity of purchase.
2: no idea what is going on. Do you know what I'm so, talking about? Sounds simple, I, right?
3: Sign me up. Hold on. That is the most convoluted <laughs> yes, thing I have ever Hold heard on. in my life. You, you have any idea who this is? I have. Yeah, I have, I have, I have this an idea. is a manufacturer selling cigars
2: directly to a consumer. I, I, really? I, I, I Yeah. I, I know. I already know who
3: this uh, is. You only know. Okay, no. let, me, let me just guess. Do you know who it is because you've heard of the program? But the absurdity of the program alone has told you who it is.
2: The absurdity of the program helped in the fact of trying to name who it was. Thank yes. you.
3: Any ideas there, Paul? Is it someone we actually know? Yes. It's been on the show. And, and someone Many that tubs. I know. Been on the show.
2: Yep.
4: And they sell directly to the consumer. Yeah. Do they also sell in stores as well?
3: Yep. I, uh, you know what? I That that might be questionable there. Well. Okay, so here. Ready? Just
2: because I'm I don't think I know. Person.
3: welcome.
5: To I don't me. know, bro. I, I think oh. when you say that, what? I mean, I'm speaking to the consumer. So what? if I would be a consumer... If I see you die, used to buy a cigar, I don't want to buy a cigar for
3: them. Of course. But hold on. <laughs> it's just so, so much work. It's too much work. So, Drop is a member, is, wait, Drop is the members-only epicenter for the hyper-limited. So, there's a new one. Has anybody hyper ever limited, heard the word hyper-limited? Hyper limited? Hyper-limited. It's limited yeah. on hyper, right? Yeah, yeah. The hyper-limited projects of Kyle Gillis. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> These projects are crafted and blah, 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 blah. So, now I have nothing against Kyle Gellis. He's a nice young man. Yeah, we've had him on the show. Nice young man. Nice I, guy. I have nothing against his cigars. I think Kyle Gellis is more interested in bespoke clothing than he is in the cigar industry. Right. Or okay. maybe
2: he's into bespoke cigars.
3: Dude, get get, get the fuck off my show. So, <laughs> no! <laughs> bespoke cigars. So, so, I mean, look. Look. You travel all over, right? Absolutely. Do you, have, you, do you have your cigar shop you hang out at? Of course. Yeah, you go, we could say it. Where do you where, where, When you got nothing to do and you just want to go, go chill and have a cigar and hang out with me, where do you go? Smoke on the water. There you go. Wow, what a dick.
1: Anyways. <laughs> anyways. You said to be honest. I know. So, so was I. <laughs> you're, you're real far. I know you live, you know, your store's Yeah, but far. there's a closer <laughs> store than so, that. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's all okay. Right, sorry. <laughs> I mean, so, smoking.
3: But no, listen, everybody... <laughs> a guy in the industry that doesn't have that this guy's been in my backyard for a decade and we've never seen him once in any of our stores yeah, ever that is, that is weird he's never he, i'm telling you this is this is some fabricated hyper limited model baloney and wishes i mean but here's the thing there are guys in this club there are guys who are in this club well, he's got a cult following right <laughs> He does. So did I, Charles Manson. That's true. <laughs> okay, I, you, I can't dispute that. And listen, I'm, I'm, I, 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 this is not so much a, a, a jab at Kyle as is the consumers who actually eat Would be into a part this of this garbage. Yeah, this is utter garbage. This whole program is utter garbage. This wish this coming up, continuing of purchase, and it's only done because you want to know why. His why stuff doesn't move in the B and M's. And it doesn't mm-hmm. move in the B and M because he doesn't want to sell it. He's not out there. He's not not like soccer or Espinosa or traveling Rocky all over the country. He's not meeting the people. He's not getting mm-hmm. on the road. Do, is, does he even have any sales representation? I don't think so. None. No. Yep. Well, no. Enough. This is a hobby for him. This is this is a hobby for him, and he fabricates this reality of hyper limited. Look, I, you've been in the business probably longer than me. Twenty something years. Yeah. Now. All right. Yeah. Is there really anything that's hyper-limited? No. Okay? No. The only thing that makes something limited, and I'll say it right, I mean, Opus X is not limited. Opus, what makes Opus X limited? Is them not making? Is them shipping it limited. Right, right. That's it. It's not limited. Right, if you don't make it available, it's limited. And that's what makes it limited. Right, if you you can't you know you don't get well. It, it's I limited. mean,
4: but so that's that's the other question, though. And since I get three we, shipments a year, we happen. I'm probably
3: going to get less now.
4: We happen to. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> I happen to. I happen, we happen to have a cigar manufacturer here, or a brand owner. Like, are there? Is there? Is there a case when there's only certain types of like a certain amount of a certain type of tobacco where you it really is limited? That's Go that, ahead, you can answer. Yes. Yes. Okay. So there there is.
5: Okay I mean, usually, such a uh, thing. You can see I, I, case, I know but, but he's, not really that really depends really the owner what I want to do with my brand. Think about like the five hundred limited edition. I use a special tobacco in this, but if I want it, next year I can make it. I'm not gonna make it. I make it only twenty thousand
6: that's point. it. Yeah. So,
4: you make it limited purposely because it's a special Yeah, because
5: it's a special thing and that's it. Right. That's it. So,
6: right. Like baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Well done sir. Baby Yoda but, is everywhere well, I mean, Disney, in Disney just I, so look, you know. Look,
3: there are <laughs> situations where some types of tobacco may be available limited whatever but it's just that, so freak I mean like I'm sure when Coop comes out we're going to talk about the whole unexpected fiasco. Oh, right? I'm pretty oh, sure oh yeah. Oh. I mean the what thing you got to
5: see remember shit every show. year you can have the crop can change a little bit so depend the things that we cannot control right? Absolutely. But, and you can say you know this year the crop is really really good. And next year, probably, you got to adjust the blend. Right. And probably, I don't know if you guys got me, it can be the same, but not really, you have the same Listen flavor that it, you get from that it, It's a right.
3: natural product. I tell people all the time. There's oh, always you a could a buy Granny variation. Smith apples every month. And you want to know what? They don't? They taste like a Granny Smith apple, sometimes a little sweeter, sometimes a little more sour. But just like so wine. Got it right there. It's
4: exactly the same as the wine I, industry. I so. hear you. I, I get that. Do you do you find yourself having to change the blend from year to year because the crop no, is you, different? You have to adjust, right? The blend, okay,
5: not change the blend. Not change, like but adjust it based, based on blend, Yes. Okay. Or you gotta do that. But remember, you want to smoke the same cigar from the next ten years. You gotta give the consumer the same thing, right? So,
3: Paul started the meet your maker segment.
5: I'm sorry, we we were talking about <laughs> I something. I know, that... but,
3: but listen, I just want to tell the Could consumers, dude, <laughs> smarten up. smarten <laughs> up. It's on you. See, smarten people... up. You don't have, don't take this bullshit crap, man. People like limited things. They Listen like being a part of something that they think no one else can get. Listen to me. I understand, but look, like the Red Meat Lovers Club, right? Uh huh. It's limited because we make a run. Steve is going to make some more next year, right? We don't want to make a regular. I production have to get item. one. Are there more of those there's there's left? Some left yeah. I have to
4: get. I have not there's had still, that cigar there's yet. There's
3: still some left, but I I, I I doubled the run this year because last year it went so fast. A lot of people didn't get it. So I, I, dub, I doubled the run, figuring at least it'll last a month or two. So, right. that, you know, if somebody saw everybody posting about it from last week or whatever and it goes to look, you can still get one. It's right. not like all gone. But, you know, that's a limited project, right? But what, what, what the fuck is hyper limited?
7: It,
4: can you tell it, me what hyper limited is? It, it's like it's got it's got that got that luxury context to it that and nobody else can have this. You're one the I, I couldn't find the few. price.
3: I couldn't find the price. I'm sure it's ridiculous. I'm sure these are stupid, stupidly priced cigars. Stupidly priced cigars. No, nobody. But you know about... what? God bless him if he gets it. Yeah. You know. I'm, I was I'm just going to say. Kyle's laughing all the way to the bank. I'm then. a capitalist. God bless him. But I'm telling the consumers, smarten up.
1: Ridiculous. What about the direct to consumer? That's a that's a total no no. Well, listen, to me. It is a no no. It's, it's it's an absolute no no in the business. And
3: everybody's going to say, well, you know, why? Because you know, other people sell directly. No, listen, to me. Lost my tangent. Tramp thought, but I I empathize with him because he probably's kind of got to do that. He needs to generate revenue because we bought the brand and it. I mean. We tried to cardiac arrest it like three times right. and just flatline died. Right, right, right. So there, was a, there was a year there where a lot of the bloggers were picking it for the number one cigar of the year and top ten. And that whole buzz lasted about 60 days. And then nobody cared. Because there's no emotional. Look, we've talked about this before. There's a lot of great cigars, but there's no emotional connectivity to the brand. I, right, who right. is he? Right, He's right. in my backyard. I don't even know him. All I know about him is he has nice clothes. Right. That's right, so right. all I know about it. Right. So I mean he's been on my show once or twice and that's all I can remember. I don't about think it. he's been in though. I think he's no 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 no, no 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 he's been in Boynton and in the studio. At least yeah. No, no, oh no. he has okay. Huh?
2: Actually that's the fun thing is the first time he was ever on was in the Boynton shop and we're like wait you live in Jupiter?
0: He lives in <laughs> Jupiter dude. <laughs>
2: like wait, I, wait and we had never heard of him. Yeah. We're literally sitting there going who are you? So where are you from? He's like oh I'm from Jupiter. Like wait what? So how are you going to tell me that this was is that
4: a- the cigar with the the pink the pink band on it that was that was the. No, I mean, how are you going to tell me? I don't you, even know what you're are you are talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you are talking about either. <laughs> Adam gave, gives me cigars all the time. No, that was Rose of Sharon. This you, oh, that's the only that pink band I know. I know. Uh, no, this was from years. Ago. Uh, no, this, was from years ago. this was from like a year or two ago. It's a, it's a girl. Like it's a girl cigar. cigar. Did say? It's a girl. A girl. I didn't have Rose of Sharon. <laughs> oh, it might, whatever I smoked might be a girl cigar. No,
3: it'll be like it's okay. But no, I mean, this guy is you know not a cigar guy. He's not into it. He doesn't even doesn't even feign passion for the industry or the business or the product. How you make it hyper limited crap? Well, I mean, listen. I'm going to play
4: devil's advocate here just briefly because that's what you do. Because maybe he doesn't fit your your perspective or your mold of what a cigar manufacturer should be. It doesn't mean he's not into the cigar game, but he doesn't do it the traditional way. No, no,
5: no. And I'm not defending
4: him. I'm just. I
5: mean, but I think he's got his own way. You know what I mean? That's what in, I'm saying. In the industry, you got to be unique. You know, some people, it's like, like you say, you need to travel. There are some guys in the industry that bring more time than me and myself in the Coyote, and they don't travel either. So It's not know, about,
3: like, okay, first off, it's not about travel, right? It's not just about exactly, travel, no, right? Bro, how, how much, you know, ta- how you much you time know, have you spent in a cigar store talk, just smoking and hanging out?
5: If, if Think about if I am traveling out there, I'd be Forget about traveling. Where do you no. live? Miami.
3: Okay, you don't go to a cigar shop in Miami to hang out. anymore
5: yeah. Yeah. Which one? The most I go now is Havana.
3: Okay. Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> when are you open the store in I'm Miami? Kidding. That's the problem. Okay. So boy, Never. You know the guys, right? This guy doesn't. So it's listen to me. I understand. Everybody's different. Everybody is different. But he doesn't have the characteristics, traits of anybody who's really into cigars or passionate. We want to be around other cigar smokers. We want to talk about It's just a natural byproduct right. of who we are. I can't go on vacation. I have four kids in the car. My wife and we're driving. Go, I'll make a quick right. What's going on? I just saw a cigar shop. A <laughs> it's a natural byproduct of who we are. You're laughing because you've done it. A yeah, hundred times. It's an, right? It's a natural byproduct right. of who we are. Right. If I see a cigar shop uh, sign, I'm I'm pulling it. Right. right, right. I just wanna check
0: it out. Of course. I wanna
3: see who's in there. I wanna see what the guy's got. Right, yeah. right, right, right. It's just a natural so thing true. of who we are. He doesn't so possess true. any of these characteristics. And then it's... I walk in the humidor and I start
2: rearranging everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walked I
3: walked into a
4: cigar shop that did not have a humidor at all. Like, open open room? Completely open. Corona's like that. Is it? Yeah. yeah. But it's not like is the, is is Corona actually like uh do they have humidification in the building?
3: Well, then how do you think they keep the cigars? So
4: that's what I'm telling yes. you, is oh, if you no went into this,
3: there's no humidification. How do you know?
4: At, I, I, because I can tell the difference between walking in... Does your hair free? Oh, you don't have hair. <laughs> how do you
3: know?
1: I'm going to this, I'm gonna or, take you to this or are going to
3: snap? Who's that last I'll week? I'll tell
1: you in the break. I'm going to snap. Who was that last week? His son, his, uh, his skin got real supple. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> oh, Marvin. Marvin Samuel was telling me he could tell the humidity when he snaps because of the moisture in the air. Well, that's true. You don't have to lick
4: your fingers. <laughs> to Something. I don't know. That
3: I missed it. Sense. I knew I just heard it recently. Yeah. It, I just listen, heard it recently. Sounds like BS to me. I'm just... He, I, no, I think it's a Ernesto Perez Carrillo told him it. Oh, okay. Oh, now it becomes... like oh, did you see that? <laughs> Marvin Samuels said it would be a, 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 a press. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a good
1: mother. But, you know, really,
3: how, how do you think you could tell? Because I live in Florida. I feel humid all the fucking time. Well, one, I've seen the door, like,
4: open before to this place. Like, actually, like... Like, left like, open?
3: Yeah, like... You know, the outside relative humidity sometimes is over Now, 70%. though, this time of year? I don't know. Do I look like a weatherman? I'm just... I want, want to take you, you to this. Bear, you want some barometric met- pressure too? I want to too? take
4: you to this place, and if you walk in and tell me that it's not a front for the mob, then you there you have... go. Now I got the story right. <laughs> it's a front. It was about a front. the
3: humidification. It wasn't... Th- he just wanted to talk to. He went to a cigar shop that he believes is the front for the mob.
4: I've been there a couple
3: times. Just in case I'm afraid from to that not shop not listening, Paul DeGroffko loses. <laughs> Paul <lives> at four five two. Just uh, leave.
4: They know where. You leave leave your name at the gate.
7: Ah! Yeah, exactly.
4: They know how to get to me.
2: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Anyway, uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have more with Renee from uh, HBC Cigars. Keep it lit.
0: You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on
8: Instagram too.
0: It's mandatory.
4: Experience the new Henry Clay Warhawk, a robust and complex cigar that's inspired by the rebellious roots of Henry Clay. The first of a three-part series honoring the life of the great statesman. This cigar is made with the best tobaccos grown and hand rolled by the Grupo de Maestros at La Flor de copen in Honduras. And it's not your typical Connecticut. This is a Henry Clay. Stand up. Be different and smoke a Warhawk. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer to the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale.
6: Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. There's nothing more important to me than family. That's why I treasure the moments with my wife, Terry, and our son, Christopher, a.k.a. Christoph.
3: When we have those rare moments to talk about life, there's nothing better than smoking Christoph to enhance our time together. For Terry, it's our Christophe Sweet Tip Cuban Selection. For Chris our Sumatra, and for me, our Original Maduro. Enhance your family time with Christophe Cigars.
6: The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers, from the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you so always ask for oliva an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality the oliva family of cigars
3: the recently released perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is an extremely rare blend of perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers binders and wrappers bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years these exquisite nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich complex flavors offered in Connecticut, Sun Grown, or Maduro. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast.
2: Hey, this is Clay from La Polina Cigar Company. My likes and dislikes, long walks in the park, old-school gangster films, wrestling grizzly bears with Abe. Dislikes, smelly feet, flight attendants with an attitude, and Friday afternoon traffic. What I know you will like is the La Polina family of fine cigars, such as Mr. Sam, Ron's label, and our highly rated classic series. But let's not forget the limited edition Goldie. Quality forever, La Polina cigars.
9: Placentia Cigars has been one of the world's leading growers of first-class tobacco since 1865. Today, Nestor Plasencia Sr., together with the fifth generation of the Plasencia family, continue the legacy. With over 3,000 acres of quality tobacco fields, they are makers of quality cigars, including Alma Fuerte, ranked among the top 10 cigars in major publications. Find them in your local premium tobacconist stores around the country. Plasencia Cigars, perfected for more than 150 years. Yours to enjoy now looking for something unique and awesome smoke Oscar Valderas cigars 2012 Connecticut
6: 2012 Corojo 2012 Maduro the Oscar Habano the Oscar Maduro my way and our latest creation Oscar Valderas Cicerone
4: Edition a great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork remember Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you
8: ask for Oscar cigars in your favorite cigar shop
4: Keep the party going all week long at the world-famous Spearmint Rhino West Palm Beach. Every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, enjoy $3 premium drinks from the bar till midnight. Magnum Mondays means $100 magnums of Belvedere and Moe Brute until midnight. Get your thrills every $10 Tuesday with $10 dances all day and night. Ladies, don't miss Women Crush Wednesdays with half off your cover charge. No matter the time of day, it's always a good time at Spearmint Rhino
0: West Palm Beach welcome back you're listening to kma talk radio follow us on facebook and twitter we're on
8: instagram too yes
0: it's mandatory
2: welcome back to kma talk radio broadcasting live i'm adam k the brewmaster with me of course mr honest dave good morning paul the producer
4: we're sitting so close lately is it so bothering it's a you? little. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It's just weird. There's a good <laughs> three feet between us, Paul. I know, but you always have your flip flops on and your shorts, and like I don't know. I
3: feel like you just at least out I have bed.
2: my pants buttoned. <laughs> I, I want You got me there. I want a poll next
3: week for our fans. <laughs> okay. I really want a poll. I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna put it on today. I'm gonna do okay. A poll. Just write it. Who's weirder, Paul the producer, or Adam the brewmaster? Oh crap. I, can Ronnie Heisha H- stay out of it? No, I, I really would like to know what our fan base believes. Really, which one of you are is really okay? Can we, odder, stranger, weirder? Can we uh, whatever the PC appropriate
6: word is these days?
3: Okay,
4: but can we? Colin, who's
3: weirder?
6: <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, hmm. He's really. I've known good Adam for a then. while, yeah. and then uh, Paul's <laughs> been strange from the get go. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes. It's a tough call. Yeah, pretty much.
4: I'm really not sure which way I'm gonna vote. Are I, you I'm gonna... kidding me? He's way weirder than me.
2: Listen, he's just. Weirder. I'm eccentric, no, but he knows he's he's himself.
3: Fuck. <laughs> but he's just weirder in a different way. Let me ask you a You're question. Equally weird here's, here's,
4: here's my gauge for weird. If, if, if somebody, one of us was a serial killer, we know for sure that one of us is a serial killer. Which That's one me. of us would be the serial killer?
3: Ooh. Uh, yeah, you. Adam. What are you
2: yeah. kidding me? Adam. Yeah, it's never like, Adam. It's, I'm way it's no, too outgoing. No, 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 no. It's Adam for sure. It's never it's never the, it's, it's
3: never the, it's Colin, never the obvious Thank
4: guy. Right no, no, no no, no, no. no.
3: It's never the obvious guy. Yeah, fucking, because
5: yeah, when that they guy, come out, they're that
4: guy. oh, you're such a nice neighbor.
3: Yeah. He seems so nice. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, no. That's right there. Oh, yeah. No, I vote. I'm too outgoing. I'm no. too outgoing. How do you think they lure them into the house? Yep. They're like shy and, no. and kind of like. John no. oh, Wayne he Gacy me? was a clown for kids' parties. <laughs> I think <laughs> you're was, right, Abe.
6: That actually man, is very he? true. Yeah. yeah, you're right, Abe, because Paul seems to always be involved I'm, in every single equation, and he
8: every goes goes single to, thing. And he goes to yeah.
3: every month. They're telling you something's yeah. wrong there. Oh, he's don't... hiding bodies under the car. Look, he's He do not know how to defend himself. Right now, Paul's going. They're on to me. I have. They're on to me. I have studied. Honey, we, honey pack the bags.
8: Plan B, we
7: gotta move.
4: Is that yeah. his wife? Wait, okay, I'm going on the lamb. You think I'm taking them?
7: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant!
2: Uh, he's already thought about this. Get, yeah, he's already thought about it.
3: You gotta, uh, I'm just saying, I, I, serial killer-wise, listen, I, I'm not sure which way I vote on who's weirder. But serial killer-wise, you totally get Do my that. vote. That's no your way. barometer. You get my vote.
4: You haven't studied serial killers enough. I'll give you some books.
2: Once
3: again, okay, well, <laughs> Is he not proving <laughs> my <laughs> point, <laughs> as yeah. Speak? The point? Yeah, he's a murderer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's proving my point as we speak. Wow. All right. I, 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 even got, should, I
2: haven't even gotten to watch Hunter yet. <laughs>
3: I think we should start to meet your maker segment. I, anyways, so. I uh, want uh, all of you to get up <laughs> out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell.
0: It's time to meet your maker.
2: This week, GameMade Talk Radio is pleased to welcome in Renier Lorenzo of HBC Cigars, founded in 2011. started as a way of paying homage to Havana City, where Renier lived most of his life. The goal of HBC is to keep the Cuban tradition of handmade cigars alive and well. And welcome back to KMA Talk
3: Radio. Thank you. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt. I just want to give a quick update. Paul, you already got four votes.
4: No, it doesn't count now. You have to do it once we put the poll up. Oh, uh, okay. We have to create a real... Somebody
2: uh, text AJ and tell him to put the poll up. I'm and, just saying you got four votes. And by the way, Jeff weird. Walsh
4: and I used to be friends. Uh, <laughs> just say it,
3: oh, buddy. <laughs> if there was a hit list, you might be on it now. <laughs> yeah, sorry to interrupt.
2: So anyway, if you feel like uh, unfriending Paul, feel free to vote in that poll, <laughs> and um, you might be have a you might end up on the side a side of You might get cart. that
3: sentence out of your mouth. Let's you might end up on a milk cart. Anyway, yes.
2: All right. So anyway, Renier, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being
3: here. So HVC mm-hmm. stands for uh, Havana. City. Yeah. What? I mean, just being born there, or what, what was the? No, actually,
5: I born in away and I grew up in Havana.
3: Okay. And and you felt like it was the, I mean, that just inspired you? I
5: mean, yeah.
4: What is it about the city that made you want to name your cigar brand after it?
5: Havana is quite unique. You know, you guys never been in Havana. How old were you when you left? Uh, 23.
3: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you spent a lot of time there. Yeah.
5: So, I think, like I say, when you've been in Havana, like, you guys been in Havana?
3: No, I have not. No, no, I have not.
5: I I have many friends that have been. It's quite unique city. Like, you feel in love with, you know, the people.
3: Well, I think the most beautiful yeah, I thing I sure. see from it is that it's, like, frozen in time. When you look at right, Havana, yeah. you think you're looking like you it look like years it's ago. Yeah. It's, like, literally a, a, a place It's like, frozen in the moment Even of time. the cars, right? Everything. It's, yeah. It's, like, frozen in time. You know I mean? From what I see, yeah, obviously, I haven't been there. But, you know, I'm always sensitive to talk about Havana and Cuba, especially with, you know, Cuban expatriates because... It goes either way. Some people are very sensitive and bitter about yeah. it, and then you,
5: you don't. You seem to, you're smiling. You no, because it's, I really, I, it's always with me. You know, every place I go, Havana will be with me. You so know, That's the city I grew up. Think about where you grew up. Okay,
3: how did you leave Havana?
5: That's a great question. Just my family was here already. It's called family reunification, right? So they say, hey, you know, I was in medical school at the time. And They say, "Hey, you want to leave?" So I, I makes...
3: thought it's not easy to get out. How, how did you make? No,
5: like familial unification. Right. So if, you guys uh, were wanting to get out. If your
4: immediate family is here, exactly. they okay. can they bring had you had a here. Offices,
5: so they, yeah, okay. it was easy for me. It was not. A really...
4: And wait, did you hear what he said? What? He
5: was in medical school. Well, so that's, that's, that's
3: not... a that's a change. Yeah. yeah but 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 what I'm saying is that they were looking to leave. No, no they, my father was here already. Okay, but, okay, they left. Yeah, they left. Why did they leave?
5: Better. For better.
3: For de- better, right? Yeah, for better. All right. Well, that's my thing is I didn't leave my hometown because I, I felt, you know, it was repressed and whatever. So when you say, that's what I'm asking because, you know, if I think of my childhood, I have nothing but beautiful, awesome memories. Great town, great city, Michael Jordan, the Bears, the Cubs, Dick. I mean, I loved where I grew up, right? I never, I never really thought I would actually ever leave Your Chicago. Your dad
4: smacking you in the back of the head to... To fill the
3: shelves? Well, it was more like pool sticks, tennis rackets, <laughs> baseball bats, but yeah. <laughs> when, when I was 12, when I was what, 14? What, what, what year are you a freshman? In uh, high school. Yeah, 14. Yeah, 14. 10, yeah. So when I was 14, I was 225 pounds and 6 feet. Yeah, the, the whacking wasn't working anymore. Was, <laughs> need hardcore products. But, um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So... And we've had people of Cuban descent on our show before, and, and they don't
5: have your outlook. That's why I'm, that's no, why it, I, that's why I'm intrigued, exactly and I'm surprised. Exactly, because like, think about, I, I grew up not really in a rich family. Just well, you went to medical school, which exactly, is more than I hear
3: from a lot of you know a lot of people who, who have left.
5: I came from a family of doctors. So my mom was a principal school for almost 40 years. So a decent house in Havana. So happy life in Havana. I can't complain. Really? Yeah.
3: Were you sad
5: when you left? really sad really actually, i was crying i was crying at the april like oh my god Dude, i don't want to leave something i was 23 no crying last... you know my, know leaving his my home. family yeah. was there you know my cousins aunts was there and say hey goodbye and i and i what's that what's that
4: and he was You're also 90
5: a... miles away
4: <laughs> no 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 you know where he moved huh. he
5: didn't move no. to miami oh.
4: tell him where you moved no Nia.
5: actually i was living here for like three months Oh, right? but then in Miami and then I went to Wisconsin.
3: <laughs> wow. Wisconsin. That was that was, <laughs>
5: that was, that was, that was, that was the mistake right
3: there. Great cheese curds though. Yeah. I was just yeah, there. I, was
5: I remember that was cold like hell. How did you I mean, it was December 2008. <laughs> oh, no. First time in my life I saw snow. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. So, so why Wisconsin? I was working for a genetics company there. Genetics? Yes. Really? Because before I went to medical school, I was a veterinarian.
3: Okay, so you were medical school and you were working genetics. Where did the curveball come? Right, exactly. Yes, getting the cigar because uh, that's like a complete one eighty. <laughs> Like three sixty. Yeah, think. well <laughs> three sixty brings
2: you back to where you were. <laughs> so you're definitely only a one eighty. It might be a seven twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go.
3: So yeah, I mean, so you're doing genetics so in Wisconsin, then what happens? My, you, you ran into you ran into a tobacco field in Madison. I of? know yeah, that's no. right there.
5: Right there. I mean, come on. My family was working or still working, remember? I started, I they we're gonna doctors. Starting the business back in Cuba, not here. Right? So, I started okay. the business with you your family, family.
3: Which part of your family?
5: My sister, my mom, and my brother. I thought your mom was a doctor. No. Principal. Principal. My oh. sister and my brother. Okay. But they, they
3: worked for Casa Fernandez for,
5: yes, for, for almost 20 years. They're okay. still working there. Really? In 2009, Eduardo Fernandez invited me to go to Nicaragua. He said, Come on, I want to show you what I have down there.
3: And you were this time in Wisconsin? Yes. So, you leave Wisconsin, you go to Nicaragua? Yes. Is is he inviting you in the hopes that you might start doing it or no? Just, was, just just for a visit. Visit, yeah, just for a visit. Just, Come on, visit.
4: So you were just, friends with
3: him? Yeah, his okay. family worked for him,
4: right? But so, I'm, my, I'm not friends with my dad, the CEO of my dad's company that he worked for for 30 years because like, he doesn't like you. Well, actually,
5: <laughs> I have met I have met him, and you might be right. Yeah. I did work for them for yeah. a brief period of time. Oh, so, and he was like, you know, let me show you what I have here: all the cows, all the pigs, and then we went to Estelink. Oh, because st- you were a
4: veterinarian. Exactly, at one Exactly, that's point. right. Okay. Yeah.
5: So and then he, we went to estely and he started showing me all the process, and I f- and fell in love with. It. So you so, went and to by see that the- time. I was not thinking to start HVC. That was not in my mind. I went to Nicaragua. Just, you know, to have fun in Nicaragua. In 2011, is when I did say, you know what? Let me start HVC.
3: Okay. Why? Because. You know, it's
5: not, you know, everybody, like,
3: not everybody wakes up and makes a complete turn. No, it's
5: <laughs> like, no I, mean, I want not know.
3: What's going on in your head in the exactly. middle of winter in Wisconsin? By, by
5: that time, I, sta- I was I really smoking cigars.
3: So you were enjoying them?
5: Exactly. So I, I started really smoking cigars. I mean, I, I'm not the guy like I say. You know, I, this is funny. Sometimes I go into a cigar shop, and the guy says, Yeah, I'm from Cuba. Yeah, I'm from Cuba. When you start smoking, when you went there, no, hell no. I was not smoking even cigars when I was in Cuba. <laughs> right. I remember I was in a party and a guy gave me a Coiba Siglo Six. I was 18 years old. And that's when I look at the guy and say, well, I really enjoy this, bro. It's a cigar? Okay. But I was no idea what you a cigar a was. Okay, but, but, but
3: look, I'm assuming it takes a education to work in genetics, right? So I'm assuming you have a decent living, a decent career. You know, I love cheeseburgers. I'm not <laughs> no, open to a don't. cheeseburger place. Not right? yet. You no, I'm you very, what?
1: You don't love cheeseburgers. I don't? <laughs> I mean, you have, I mean, you're, yeah, you're being sarcastic, right? Yeah, yeah, of right? course. You've been to my house. Of you've had course, my the burgers, best, right? The best you've
3: Yeah. I'm very passionate about my hamburger and cheeseburgers, right? I'm not going to go open up a cheeseburger place. So you can't tell me that you just got into it. And that, What caused you to say, I'm switching my career path to now go, I mean, I mean, you could. It could be just as simple as I was sick of the snow. Miami. <laughs> I, I
7: don't know. Yeah,
5: but there's got to be something that drives no, for, for, you. No, for me, was like remember the, the family was in the business already. Okay, so that and was They, 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 they give me the opportunity. Okay. They say, hey Eduardo, say you know what, whatever you want to decide, so you can come here and make whatever you want. So you got the green light.
3: Okay, what year is this?
5: 2011. Okay, so in 2011,
3: you go down to Nicaragua and you start making your cigars in his factory. Yes. Okay. Now, is his people rolling them for you or do you have your own little area in his back? No, just the
5: people rolling. For his
3: people? Yeah. His okay, people. so you're you working on the blends and then his people are making the cigars. Is that the way it still is today?
5: Yes. Okay.
3: So all your cigars are being made in Aganorsa.
5: Yep. I, the only one thing I made outside Aganorsa is uh, HBC Via Cosecha, number two is the Omeya Raizas Cubanas factory. Okay,
3: you guys, way. Way way G- <laughs> C- <laughs> you guys see that way slower. You guys see that way slower.
5: That's yeah. the Cuban way. I know. That's the Cuban way.
3: <laughs> Holy
4: cow. Is the first selection? Is
5: that what we're doing? The, the Via Cosecha. Via Cosecha, vieja number
3: two, Concecha. I don't have that one. Okay.
1: It translates to Old Harvest. Old Harvest.
5: Yeah. Number two.
4: feel free to chime in anytime here. Yeah, translate. I'll translate for you. Translate one need
3: <laughs> um, so I'm sorry So what year was this
5: When you started Selling cigars to, That you, just, you started Selling to retailers Most of the time I was busy In the Chicago area Remember I still working For the genetics company And my free time You're I go to around, Cigar shops yes, In cigar Chicago shops, Introduce
3: myself And just walk Cold Cold walking in Just walking in out of the cold Just saying Hey I'm i And I have a cigar company You're do do right You're like you right How rough was that Oh it was really rough Yeah
5: you so see imagine. how good is my English? It's Wisconsin, you know? Sometimes I got guys Listen, that say, you know what? I like the cigar. It looks good, but I don't really know what you say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> oh, I don't
5: I,
3: I got to be honest with you. If you're coming in to sell a cigar, that accent kind of works for you. I agree. That's kind of guy you want to kind of buy a cigar from, right? Absolutely. You know.
5: I, Actually, we were talking in the car today. Remember, Steve? Yeah. We were talking about, like, I remember those days. I mean, this business, I think, is not like technology. You know, like, you can be really successful the next year. You come out with a product. Yeah, well. right. Tobacco, I think, is not like that. To me, I think long term, when I look my company, I don't look next year, 2021, No, I look like, I don't know, like next 20 years, 40 years, probably. All right,
3: so you're, you're selling, you're so, cold selling now in Chicago, walking in off the street. Then what?
5: Then it started getting better and better, better and better. And four years ago, I said, you know what?
3: Enough of the genetics.
5: This is what I want to do. So in 2015, you went
3: went full throttle. Full throttle. So when you went full throttle, what did you do? You moved to Miami? Yeah, I moved back to Miami. Okay, now do you have offices here in Miami?
5: I do now. Do
3: you do your distribution or does no, Aganorsa? No, Aganorsa, Aganorsa does your distribution. So your product's made by him, stored in his factory. You take the orders, he fulfills them out, sends them out, everybody. And now, how many, with all these years now, how many retail stores is your brand in?
5: We would be around probably 400 now. That's
3: not
1: bad. That's not bad? No. That's not bad. I mean, it's, 401 it's, after today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you, so gotta, has, you have a way better shot than your. Brother. You, 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 <laughs> you have a way better shot than your. Brother. Well, I better said, Put four hundred eight. It should be four hundred eight. Mm. Do you guys have, do
4: you guys have competitions? I. I it's so. It's got to be so difficult working with. It's got to be
3: difficult to be Pete because everybody says they like Steve better. Well, I and I have uh, heard. I keep hearing that. that. That's I have so everybody true that. tells him that. Everybody tells him. that. But do you guys have competitions? Like Look, the guy I mean, lost forty pounds. You couldn't tell. Yeah, no. It's The first thing I said when I saw him, I said, "Holy cow! What are you doing? Shipping all your pounds to your brother?"
1: <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, we. I, I give it to him, and he keeps him. Uh, <laughs> he keeps, keeps it safe for me. He keeps he's, it warm for him. He's still
4: saying he's doing uh, keto, though, doesn't he? Wasn't,
3: uh, he, wasn't he doing keto no, for a long time? On, no, Peter Nan really. has been doing keto for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for as long as he's been on keto, he should weigh 15 pounds. Right? <laughs> Every week, he
5: <laughs> off have a new diet. Yeah. 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 Every week.
3: Listen, I, I shouldn't throw stones. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm the last guy to really throw stones at it. But um, no, 400 is actually pretty legitimate. Now, so, so I have to ask now, okay?
5: I mean, we, right now, we, grow, we have like
3: six reps. You do have six reps. Yes. Sir. What part of the country?
5: Midwest, Northeast, Florida, Texas.
3: Is is your okay? So
4: it's is that good. the normal? Like that's just the traditional. Mm. Some some
3: brands some brands have a really uh, you know concentric area where they're really good in that other people aren't, so they might put a rep in that area. But I mean, yeah, those are the big big cities okay. where, where to be. I mean, Florida is one of you know. We smoke all year round here. Comparatively, in Texas is another yeah. big market compared to Midwest I and mean, the East, store. where when it gets cold, man, it cuts no, down a lot. Oh, no, uh, re- I guess that's true. You, you know what? Because there's nowhere to smoke inside anymore, and you can't okay. go on your porch or your patio or whatever and smoke.
4: Well, if you have, that's where. I mean, I always like the first like really big snow of the year. I would sit on my patio because I had a covered balcony, and I would smoke a cigar. That where was in New York. When it was the first really cold, yeah, snowy night, I, I, I love smoking cigars. But you're a cigar not going to do that. No, often. it was one, I mean, it was one right, time. It was, right, it was right. one you time. You're not going
3: to do that as often as when it's weather's right. nice. No, that out, makes right? sense. Yeah. You don't really before? enjoy. I mean, think, yeah. think about the yep. cigar.
5: Think about the process. You don't really enjoy when it's really cold. I remember my days in Wisconsin. I don't smoke in the house. So it's cold out. I say, oh, you know what? I, I, I want to puff. You know, I want to smoke. And just I remember came out to the porch, lighted it up, and like it's ten minutes later, I say, you know what? I'm not enjoying this.
3: Did you ever, did you, have you ever, have you gotten into American football at all?
5: I, uh, actually I am a Packers fan. Ah. Oh. Get out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've been mean, in the Lambo Chiefs' yeah. yes. 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 He lived in Wisconsin. So man. what? There's yes. a lot of Wisconsinites who are Bears fans, and there's a lot of Chicagoans who are Packer fans. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah? yeah. You know, you know, it's one of the oldest feuds in the NFL. Of course, I know that. Do you know why? I, no. Okay. When Lambo I mean, was putting together the team, right? Mm hmm. Halas was doing the same thing. They were fighting over recruiting guys to start their teams. That's how far back that feud goes.
5: Hmm. It's uh, a unique experience. Last year, I went with my wife. A friend from there invited me to go my first game in the Lambo Field. If you guys have opportunity to go, as well. I've been there. You've been there? Yeah, oh I live, I live in Chicago. Uh, you are yeah. a Bears fan?
3: I live in Chicago. Oh, <laughs> the bears. The bears. No. The
1: bulls. No, the bears. The bears. The bears. The, the, the bulls. Yeah. <laughs> the the bullish sausage. Am he I dating is. myself
3: or what? Right? <laughs> Not at all. So, okay, so uh, now I forgot the tangent. We can keep, we keep go from football to food to... <laughs> yeah, so um, let's see here. Where, where,
5: where, where were you? I you mean, talk- the, the other thing we were talking about, remember, you say you have almost 400 accounts. Right. So, like... Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, no, I, no. I really like the part. I like the tobacco part, right? I like the blending. I like to go to the farm. I like to be in the factory. But actually, I like meeting the people in the shops. The consumers. the consumers. I mean, the consumers. Okay, so you go to cigar
3: shops a lot? Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. I, mean, you, you're, you, I mean, your production, your distribution, everything's being pretty much done. With, what do you do all day? You can't make blends all day. <laughs> so, no,
5: no, no. But you, 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 you have, have travel to travel. You have to be yeah. out there. Just I mean. Think is he doing events?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is not the Yeah, we, I think we have a, an event LA- scheduled with it- you uh, coming up in next year. So yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Could be. Could be. Yeah. You got to be out there. You got to be out there meeting people, promoting you, your brand. Are you people married? People want to no. know. Yes, I'm married. Kids? No, not yet. Ooh, how
3: long have you been married? A
5: year. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh. Fresh. How old are you? Time now. 35 it's getting there yeah, getting that's when i had in. my yeah. first one it's t- it's time it's time th- yeah it's time
5: <laughs> get it it's in. time
3: get it in yeah yeah because that's when it gets hard i used to work literally six seven days a week i had no problem with it. my wife really didn't care she was probably sick of me anyway but she is watching yeah, it's okay love you baby love you, <laughs> love you baby <laughs> No, but you know, she was very understanding. We had, but man, it really got to hurt when the kids start saying, "Oh, are we going to see you tonight? Are you going to come home?" It's like, oh Ugh. my god, yeah, that's got to be know? tough. Because even when listen, even when they're at Axel's age, right? I mean, no, I mean, but he still can't verbalize his feelings, so he's yeah. just happy to see you, right? He, he gets very
4: excited when he I. He hasn't in. become
3: conscious or awareness of you not being there yet. But when, when that, he sees
4: me, it's like a dog. Like when he sees yeah, me come in, exactly. he gets
3: excited. When you start experiencing that, yeah. <laughs> and so then I just I finally said, "No more weekends other than KMA." I don't. I, how how right. old the happen? Like what? Like three, four? Well, my oldest is eleven. Yeah, about three or four, they start That's really saying, really, Are you like, coming yeah. home? Yeah, am I going to see? And it's like, oh boy, you know. And, and, <laughs> you know, when my my oldest was four, you know, we had a newborn and we had one in the middle. So th- at that point, so my son got it the best. He sees me. He saw. He saw. Him, he sees more of me than. Either of the other three. Because, because now it's
4: not as much of a struggle. Well, and you can, I mean,
3: look, I just find a way. Look, I've got enough people. I'm not coming in. You guys figure it out. Work, right, you've grown you know? to a big enough size. Yeah, just you guys figure it out. I'm not going in. you know, right. done. <laughs> so, I mean, um, yeah, it's going to get hard because that's important, especially with, you know, I, I, I sit in my office a lot and a lot of guys talk to me. And look, in today's age of social media and Facebook and Twitter and, you know, Snap chat and all ig and all that yeah, but it's that not crap. the same it's not the same because both. i mean like
5: to me it's really personal
3: listening Pe- people want to I, meet you I people want to hear the story like but what i'm saying is when you go to these shops there's probably 30 photographs taken of you and then shared all over social media yeah. so it's not just you going there it gets way more out there so you're not even realizing what's happening, right? When you go interact with a consumer, you've interacted with 20, 30 guys. They got to talk to you. It's like, cool, but you want to know what? About 20 posts just went out. Oh, I just met Rene or He was a shaking great ha- guy. Shaking hands with him, smoking a cigar. cigar. was really good. And that's yeah. the ripple effect right. of doing that today. So the point I'm trying to make is doing that now has way more impact than when Rocky that was wow, doing yeah. 20 events a month you know, 15 years ago. Because... Yeah, he was, a media he was at limited at to interacting just with the people in that room, <laughs> and that was done. Right, right. But not every not every manufacturer has figured that out yet. You know how, how important that is. And
4: you know what? Then uh, Rocky was kind of like uh, like I know you knew him, but like to guys like me that I I mean I smoked Rocky probably before. Yeah, it was like not he was
3: a myth. He still is a myth to a lot of people. Not everybody has the privilege of. You know. Seeing him, yeah. but, but you see pictures of him meeting people now. Like I don't know, he. You well, see- that's just social media, but that doesn't mean it. A but I'm just saying, go, like now you can put people a people face the on the brand because even a guy like Rockies, there's a lot of shops he's just never going to get to. Right, you yeah. know, he's just never going to get to. So those guys like that will fly out to a Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival or a Great Smoke or a Cigar Fest to, to, to get a chance to finally meet those guys. Right. We're, I always tell our patron, our pa- patrons, they're spoiled here. In South We're in Florida. the luckiest part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are it's in the so luckiest true. part. You have some of the best options for because look, like we talked about earlier, we stop at cigar shops, right? We will pull in, which I got, dude. The majority of cigar shops in this country are filth mongrels, right? If they don't clean them. I've gone into the bathrooms, the the, the faucet, you know, uh, handle has been broken like for four <laughs> years. They haven't replaced <laughs> it, so you're turning the wrench, you know, the little knob yeah, thingy. Yeah. I mean, most cigar shops aren't really taken care of well, and because of the smoke and the way. If you're not perpetually cleaning, man, it's a filthy place. Mm -hmm. Humidors I've seen just haphazard, you know. So there's a lot. Stuff growing in places. I'm telling telling you, there's a lot of (laughs) upper level cigar shops here in Florida. And then 90% of the industry's principals are in our backyard. There's a a principal at some shop within 30 minutes every week. So true. Every week. So they're just spoiled here. It's a different reality. This is why my event, The Great Smoke, which is coming up in February, by the way. Don't by listen. the way, don't buy, buy your tickets epic, now. It's an epic year. This will be the best one ever, I promise. Can't um, wait. But like a lot a lot of our the people who attend The Great Smoke now, over now it's our 14th or 15th year, they're more and more coming from out of state.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: Because everybody's here they're all the time in the yeah. shops. It's not even that exciting other than the, the free booze and half-naked women and live music and all the other I stuff. I mean, that's a reason to come. Yeah, I know. That's... Sarcasm. Oh. Yeah.
2: Just a little bit.
3: But yeah, it's it's good that you're hitting the road like that. It's it's important and and um you know uh it's gonna get a little tougher when uh, the little bambinos come. Are you guys try are you guys trying? Yeah. Every you're supposed to say every oh day. My God, every day. They're every doing day. a lot of practice. Yeah,
4: you can tell they've only been married a <laughs> year. Anyway, with that we're gonna take a short break. Yeah,
5: we'll that's funny. People more... told me Yeah. Not a lot of people told me, how's married life? I said, great, it's been a year.
3: <laughs> it's been a year, right? You saw, you saw, what you, what do you want me. me to say? Listen to me, you're on your honeymoon. You know what, yes. I, you know what I used to say when I said, uh, somebody would say, to somebody, hey, are you married? I said, no, can't
0: you see he's smiling all the time? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyway, with that, we're going to take a short break. More with Renee when we come back. Right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit.
0: You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on
8: Instagram, too.
0: Yes, it's mandatory. We are family. Stop right
1: there. A, I hate the song. B, I can't sing. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. I'm making a point, though, and that's Alec Bradley Cigars is a family operation. Alan Rubin named the company after his two sons, Alec and Bradley, when they were just tykes. Now they're grown up, working alongside their dad, making the best damn cigars you ever smoked. So join the family. Alec Bradley Cigars.
4: Fuel your soul and experience inspiration with the Aging Room Quattro Series by Rafael Nodal. More than just a master blender, but the inspired composer of four boutique masterpieces for the sophisticated palate of an aficionado. The Aging Room Quattro Series are a perfect of flavor and aroma, and are born from the best tobaccos, aged under the expertise of one of the greatest names in cigar making. Truly the perfect notes for a genuine cigar smoking experience. Aging Room Quattro Series, a quartet
9: of excellence.
2: Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade A fillers and a beautiful silky-shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar
6: will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish.
2: Try Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today.
9: CLE Cigar Company presents CLE cigars, Eroa cigars, and Asylum cigars with four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco. From seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLEcigars.com
6: for more information.
4: A Toscano cigar is the perfect combination of American and Italian craftsmanship. Made with American and Italian dark-fired cured tobacco, Toscano cigars are produced by hand by the cigar rollers of Luca Italy. Smoking a Toscano helps you escape from the real world for those few perfect minutes, like when you're sitting at home on a terrace after a long day's work pondering life and how beautiful things are. A Toscano cigar can take you back through over 200 years of history and elegance. There's only one Toscano. Available worldwide, Toscano is now available at your local premium cigar retailer.
6: The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers, from the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars.
9: Ventura Cigar Company is a boutique cigar brand born in sunny Southern California. Ventura Cigar Company is on a mission to create memorable, complex cigar blends that excite the senses and reward discriminating palates. Experience the cigar aficionado number 13 cigar of the year. The archetype, Axis Mundi. Rise up, step up, look up, fire up, and leave compromise behind with Ventura Cigar Company. Check them out online at VenturaCigar.com. Welcome back
0: You're listening to KMA Talk Radio Follow us on Facebook and Twitter We're on Instagram too Yes, it's mandatory
2: Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio Broadcasting live I am Adam K. the Brewmeister We are here in lovely West Palm Beach, Florida This is the 14th of December In the year 2019
4: You got your Christmas spirit going on, Adam? No i saw a video of you yeah apparently uh the folks at your workplace know oh, yeah. that you're a grinch yes and they wrapped his <laughs>
3: everything a- yeah. everything the in wrapping paper place there the were light shelves christmas yeah. trees the drawers there is glitter fucking everywhere <laughs> yeah
4: And music playing, too, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Stupid fucking ornament. I
4: texted him. I was like, wow, looks like you're really getting into the Christmas spirit. Good job, bud. And he sent me a middle
3: finger emoji. Well, that's why he's he's so weird. Yeah,
4: I love the the Christmas spirit. You could not
3: care for Christmas. How could you hate Christmas? Do you hate
4: Christmas, Adam?
3: He hates it with a passion.
4: Is it because you don't get Christmas gifts anymore? I got a Christmas gift yesterday. From from who? Who His mom.
1: My mother.
3: Oh, there you go. But she doesn't usually send them.
1: That's a a little early. Week.
2: Yeah, right. I know. She's like. Listen,
3: the only thing I like about Christmas is Grandma sends cookies. Uh, and the, yeah. And, where and, are? And, those? And he doesn't eat them.
2: Um, I'll I'll, I'll have an answer uh, this afternoon.
3: Well, you got to track it.
2: No, I got to call her. Oh, okay. It's her birthday. I need oh, some. it's her birthday. Yeah, and
4: Dude. you don't eat her cookies.
3: No, she, she doesn't know.
4: I know, but that's even more messed up. She's
2: turning ninety. So you,
4: maybe you should tell her. No. Maybe we should talk to her. She needs to know that you don't. Why is she wasting her time sending them? You because
2: everyone them. else in the office is looking forward to it. They are good cookies. Like They're real good cookies.
4: Yeah, I had some last year. I, I didn't have any the year. Be- no, the year before I had them. Last year, I didn't get any.
1: When do they land? Don't tell your brother. No, absolutely not. My,
2: my guess is Tuesday or Wednesday they'll be here. I'll be here. I'll be there
4: at two zero one. Yes. <laughs> and now you know. Don't we have a meeting today? Grandma Coochie,
3: Grandma Cucci cookies. I see a brand there. No, <laughs> Grandma Coochie. No. No. Okay. <laughs> buy a box. I'd get some cookies. I'd buy a. I'd buy a bag of Grandma Coochie's. Yeah, I bet you would. Coochie uh. <laughs> no. Coochie. Moving on. Listen, I used to have a. Coochie Coochie cookies. I used to have a. I used to have a, <laughs> a female uh, employee. Her last name was Laboner. <laughs> and we always joked that if Adam and her got married it'd be the best wedding invitation ever. The Coochie La Boner wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Boner. Right? It'd be okay. the best that'd be the best I almost want to make that invitation just so I could have it. The Coochie Laboner wedding. The only problem is that when you see his name, no one would know it's pronounced. You have Cucci. to you have to
4: write it phonetically.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's actually it's like Coeche, if you pronounced it the way it looks. But yeah, the Coochie LaBoner wedding. That'd be like the best wedding invitation <clears> ever. You should just, like, propose to her just so you could make that invitation.
2: Uh, too bad she plays for the other team.
3: Yeah, well, I don't Oh, think... she does. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that'll no! much. Or maybe she just said that to you.
2: Oh, no. no she plays for the other yeah. team. Oh, yeah. Oh, she does? I think she
3: swings both ways.
2: Oh, that's... yeah. Actually, yes, yeah, that is true, too. I
3: think she swings both ways.
4: That is even funnier, though, that she's a lesbian that's named La Boner. I, it's hilarious.
2: <laughs> yeah. I know. La
1: She's not giving any La Boners. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
2: show just went south oh Sorry, boy man. yeah, <laughs> yeah anyway we're here show. with rainier from uh, hbc cigars we're talking about his wonderful products and we were talking about his history of uh move, moving to wisconsin from havana cuba at the age of 23 working for Genex company in 2011 deciding to start and in 2015 going full-time are you playing that colin
6: in the background, Havana. Oh my and I got mind. out before we got hey, kicked off. Uh,
2: Sorry, it was just throwing me off. I was like, "What?" Anyways, Rudin, I've read some more. First that time here. You,
3: you are a palate person. Trust your palate. Big believer in palates, right? So I want to ask you: When you read these reviews, and they got hint of anise and cocoa butter, and you know, <laughs> pumpkin spice and whatever, man, taco, I mean, meat. Listen, <laughs> I'm taco gonna, meat. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I, I, my palate is just not that great. Right? I that's, like it. I could taste spicy. I could taste we, sometimes sweet. I could taste earth or bitterness or whatever. But, you know, they be pulling some shit in, out of that. We, we
5: are in the same spot. And let me say this because, like, that's the media and that's the people that got that palate. And I say, well, you have really good palate. You know, I, you have to respect the palate. But I never got the flavor. Okay.
3: <laughs> know, this, be, this,
5: this, I, I, there's like maybe
3: four or five flavors I can make. You know, pick you got chocolate,
5: you got sweetness, yeah, you got spice. You right? got a spice. A bit, yeah. Wood. But usually for me, it's like when the I look at cigar, <laughs> when City I look of- at cigar, I'm looking for like construction, balance, finish, sweetness. That's main things that really looking for cigar when I down there blings.
3: Okay, but you you just got in the but business. It, it, how long did it take you? You think to develop the palate you had, right? Because, you know, you you weren't no. smoking in your twenties. You came to Wisconsin in two thousand uh, nine. You go down to two thousand seven nine. You go down to Agnorsa. I, I mean, how long did it take you before you became confident no, in your palate? It's like right
5: away, because just he, right away. I mean, think about like so. You if, just if you want to do something in life. I I, I think you got to do it that way. I'm not gonna think like you know what. I'm not gonna wait 20 years to develop something, and then no, it's not gonna happen. So don't do it. So if you want to? You believe in something? Get out there and do it. That's the way I did. So do you? And that's the way I'm still doing it. Well, a lot of people will say,
4: Abe, and at least in the wine world, that I mean, you can develop a palate over years, but many people with the with the extreme palates that really have the best that can really like tell a, a like where the wine is from that. That they're kind of born with that, that like that. It's that, like playing the piano. Yeah, that like it's just something that's in, <laughs> that's kind of no, no. in you. And, and the only thing is like, <laughs> I mean, what I mean by well, somebody, that, so two people could take right. lessons for their whole lives, and one person right. could be that's a concert meant, pianist, you know, and yeah. one person could play like me, like I right. just play triads and, like it doesn't. I I'm just gonna, don't I'm have just, that skill. I'm gonna start
3: taking piano lessons. Oh, that's awesome. My kids inspired me. Yeah, my, my wife wants to do it. My kids inspired me. And now you, just, you have you a piano. A you have a beautiful almost. piano. Yeah, we house. just bought him a grand piano. Oh, wow. Baby grand. Oh, oh nice. baby grand. It's baby gorgeous, grand. though. It's a beautiful piano. It's <laughs> still big for a baby grand. I can't imagine what the size of a grand piano. It's nine feet. I wow. know, but the I back mean, of it's nine feet. Even this one's like six feet yeah. or something. It's, it's, it's a monster. Yeah. But the kids like it. The and sound, and sound in that,
4: I bet the sound
3: in well, there we put, is amazing. I've seen pictures. We have it in the front room, which is like. Vault that's where you have the Christmas ceilings. tree, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you showed me a picture of yeah. the Christmas
3: tree, and uh, they they're good at it. I mean, the, the the two oldest girls played violin forever, and um, we got them all four on piano, and they're Man. all enjoying it. They're all playing it, so I'm going to take piano lessons.
4: It's something really cool to have. I'll see. It might be hard for you, and I'm be I'm not I'm very making a joke because of my fat You're, fingers. You have very thick fingers, yeah, and That's
3: actually. Very, you know, listen. It's a lot easier to have a piano key than a guitar string. Uh, I guess that's true. I, I, I tried, yeah. But
4: you'll learn, when you play, you're going to really have to play on the tips of your fingers. I mean, mm. they always say you're supposed to anyway, yes. but a lot of guys, I get lazy when I play. I play flat. But you can... <laughs> wow. Yeah, was,
3: well, he was doing it. <laughs> it down anyway. like Colin. He was doing it, yes. and I was hitting the and table. It threw me off. Like, holy cow. But you're going to
4: really have to play I'm very try. All
3: right, bad, bad tangent. Let's go back But, but okay. so,
4: some people say that you're born with that. So, that that might be like you, you're you born with that palate and now you're able to, you know, you had to learn how to hone in on it, but it's kind of thing, there. Like,
5: I mean, I don't take for granted, but when you do something and you share it with people, and to me, that's the best award that I got when I go to a cigar shop and I give a cigar and they say, oh, wow, well, I we see great cigars? I love it. That to me, that, that that's all. Because that's why you want it from the consumer. Huh? So like, the other thing is like, you gotta believe in yourself when you're blending out there. And when you share with people, that, that's great. Right. Because they, you know, they believe in you. They like what you've been doing. That's Does that's the, part, like, I think I, I don't take, like, I don't ask people, like, I mean, we, when we're blending in the room, we share, right? Like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think is too spicy for you, too strong for you. But in the end of the day, I say this is what I like. This is what I want to put out there.
4: So, do you blend for your palate? Do you blend for yourself yeah. and hope that other people like it? Yes. <laughs> have they ever not liked it?
5: I mean, everybody has a different palate, right? And so sometimes you have an uh, interaction with the consumer. that say, you know what, that cigar is not for me. That cigar is really spicy, really strong for my palate. So I don't smoke for body cigars. I like medium body cigars. I say, whoa. Why you don't try the HVC, Zero? So it's a nice medium-body cigar, sweetness, clean in your mouth. So and they like it. Mm-hmm. So that depends really. Usually when you got a guy, for example, doing an event, I say to a guy, hey, I never heard about your brand. So the first question I ask, what do you smoke? Right? Because he can say, well, I smoke a full-body cigar. I like medium-body cigar or mayo cigar. I can recommend something that maybe you don't like it at all because that can happen. Mm-hmm. But I will give you something right through your palate. Okay. So, I know,
2: I know you said you left Cuba at 23, but have you been back yeah. since? How I've many times? Back. Oh, a oh,
5: lot. Really? Yeah, and the, the last time I was really sad. Oh, really? That was this year, yeah.
3: Why were you sad?
5: Things are tough there. You see people suffering. Do, you know do, because usually I go into a lower, so I flew to haban and then I go into another Rio. I, 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 and they,
3: this is where I'm getting mixed. Hasn't it always way, been because, that way? Yeah, hasn't it always kind of been that way. And then I mean, I think I, that's the resentment I get when a lot of expatriates are in here is that they are upset at the country for the suffering that their people are going through. I mean, I, I'm talking for can, myself
5: and the way that thinking about. What, what, I was young, right, when I left there. And Not that young. It, 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 no, but I say, like, this is the first country. I, I never was outside of Cuba. I was living in Cuba for 23 years. My mind was blind. Right. right? And, like, you know it's something way better outside, but I don't know because I was living there.
3: Right, well, I think they got to know because they're getting on rafts and trying to come across ninety miles <laughs> right. of ocean. I mean, they they got they're doing no, that yeah, because they know I, I, there's a yeah, better
5: life. I, I'm talking for my personal experience, right, right, right. So, like, and I say, wow, these people can have a better life, right? You know, I'm talking about really hardworking
4: people. And now that you've seen some success in the U.S. and seen what it can
3: be like here, exactly, now yeah, going back, exactly, it's, it's more yeah, difficult it's, yeah,
5: for you. Awfully, the, they they change them, um, yeah.
3: Is it easy for you to go back and forth? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: I mean, I have, a, you know, I have my American passport and I have my Cuban passport.
3: Okay, so you're still so, a Cuban citizen.
5: Yes, of course. Wow. And my U.S. passport say born in Cuba. Oh, yeah, I mean. Also, but the other thing, I cannot go back with my American passport. They no allow. I know, I know. They are not allow you to go in the country. You have to go with your Cuban passport. It's money for the government.
3: Of course, the government always finds a way to make money. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's, that's what they're government good at. makes money.
2: That's what they're good
4: for. Are you <laughs> asking that, Abe? Because the people are do, do some people not stay Cuban citizens because of the way they left? Is that what you're like? If you flee I, I, the I, regime,
3: I, well, first off, it came over on, on a raft. Or you sought know, asylum? I can't imagine you're still a Cuban citizen.
2: Okay, I feel like the government. Would I, don't I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I I don't know.
3: Actually, I don't know. I just made that assumption. Actually, yeah. so <laughs> I'm speaking literally myself. Now. Maybe technically you are, but you you're I mean, not I, welcome back. I mean, look, every passport or you got to renew it. So how are you going back to renew it right. at some point, right? right? So I mean, I just yeah, you know, I just assume if they've come across and sought asylum or whatnot, that eventually. Yeah, you know, uh, No, not... you
4: left. Remember you left here? Well, You, I mean, you, you can't
3: you, come back. You're just not going to renew your <laughs> citizenship. So, I mean, I guess eventually at some point. You're going to okay. make
2: taxes here in the last 10 years, so we're going to have to uh <laughs> yeah. 10 years of
3: taxes. Yes, yeah, so we haven't taken five of your pigs from the farm every month for yeah. the last three years you were here. So, yeah, you're done. Yeah. No, I don't know. Very much. I don't know. That being said, so what's the next plans? What, what, what's your next goal? What are you, where are you work? What are you looking at 2020? What is it you, you, the next step you want to
5: I, do? I was in Nicaragua last week. So I go back Thursday. Why, right, you want to open it. up your own factory? No. No
3: dreams of opening up your factory?
5: Maybe later on. Is it something you thought late. about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah.
3: Is it just so much easier to have somebody else do it, especially if they're doing a good job?
5: No, I think it's, it's when you're passionate about something, I think later on, why not?
3: So. Do you know how to roll a cigar? A
5: little bit. Yeah? A nice per,
3: but a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How, I, you know yeah. Have you, you, know, you ever rolled a cigar, Ape? Yeah, many times.
4: In like in like those classes that yeah,
3: (laughs) roll it.
5: No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean like (laughs) like, go to factory. Every time you go to a factory,
3: you can sit a chair at a table and you. you I've never been to a factory. I mean even here
5: in Miami, remember they have a little factory here in Miami.
3: A lot of time here in Miami,
5: I go sit down on the table. eduardo has
3: got a factory. Yeah, to their tropical. Take you down there, you can roll.
1: Abe's got a hyper limited. Yes, I make a hyper limited roll. But when I was in Ybor City, there were
4: places
3: they had classes because it's hashtag unexpected <laughs> oh, only 10 cigars made we gotta get coupons. Coop's gonna call i him? know i that just worked. i just, oh, I just talked Coop to him here? yeah nice. he's calling in nice yeah
4: he didn't fly in just for today
3: sadly i wish he did we gotta, give, we gotta give him a move down here
4: he he wants to i think uh mama I, yeah mama she's really the boss Ooh. but but with all the cold weather they've had up there in the Carolinas I think that he might be winning I, her over
3: I, I'm just telling you I think because look I was a Midwest kid and you just, like like you said right I mean you just think that's the way the world is right when you have one winter same, and you're like same what the hell is going here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think once they realize that that's not the way life has to be like there's a world that really exists out there where in January you could sit in your hot tub in your pool outside and but it's short.
4: hard to you have to understand. Coop, Coop made the move from from New York, living in in uh, Brooklyn, I believe he grew up in New York. I mean, it's the same as Chicago. When you live in a city like that, or or a metro area like that, you you think that that
3: is the only place? Like, are you repeating exactly what the fuck I just said? <laughs> no, maybe <laughs> that's verbatim. What the fuck I just said?
4: The fuck's the matter Wait, with you? Wait, but so now I'm saying is they, I just said they that's made the that only move? Only way of life they know, but they moved to North Carolina already. So now they're in Carolina. They realize that there is I'm that other life. I'm about all
3: the Midwestern East Coasters in general. They just think that that's the way of life. They don't realize there's a universe out there. Because where if you don't lived in to...
4: Roman times, you'd live in Rome. If you, it's New York time, so you live in New York. That's that's the mindset.
3: Anybody, got everything a... happens in New York. Anybody got a bat? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I, I got a wrench. The wrench. a wrench.
4: You don't yeah. want to hurt me. I, you think I'm a serial killer? Yeah, I don't want to get murdered. So <laughs> yeah. no.
3: Listen, the worst thing you do is slip my kneecaps. <laughs> Noted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll have trouble burying this body. That'll be definitely difficult. Yeah, move,
3: moving the body.
2: <laughs> yeah, burying it. Yeah. I just, just,
4: what it. if he falls on me when I slip <laughs> his, his
3: kneecaps? Is, yeah, say, if he kills me the wrong way, it'd be like a tree, like a redwood. <laughs> <laughs> timber will end up killing himself. Listen, they'll find me They'll find me bled out and they'll find <laughs> me suffocated underneath me. They're like, what the hell happened here?
4: <laughs> That's a good one for the forensic guys. That would be a caption
3: contest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. He's of itself, 100%. <laughs> is Coop coming on? Is Coop
4: Colin? No. Really? He, he said is, he was is calling. Is he asleep?
3: In. Are you not producing again, Paul?
4: No, I. I Look, I said you can call in when you're ready, and he said, okay. Yeah, you,
3: you want to do a caption contest? How Make your best caption for that now? picture. <laughs> uh, where do I start? Uh, it's got potential. So really? I didn't post
4: that last week. That was supposed to be last I know. week's. So. We're going to get that yeah, out While there. you
3: think of that, let me hold up the camera so that the audience can know the picture that will be our caption contest for the week. This is great oh, promotion
5: wow. for the That's Great That's a move smoke. right there.
3: That's a move. I'm you a phenomenal see the, dancer. You should hear the video. Go. Is it coming across clear? Yeah, I got it. Right. Adam,
4: I don't know that I would call you a phenomenal dancer.
3: Wow, dude. Wow. Why do you got to cut him off at the legs like that? Well, I mean, low, why does man. he say Phenomenal. Low, low. Phenomenal is a big mind, word in his mind. He's phenomenal. Yeah, not the way in, in, him, in your mind. You think you're normal.
2: <laughs> also true. I, I mean, not he, a serial killer. In my was, mind,
3: in my mind, I think I'm skinny. Do you remember him at my wedding? He was,
4: he was. back in move with uh, the young lady that was there Ooh, with him that shared Erica. a room with
3: him, and nothing happened. Well, thanks for reminding. Really, dude, we got to go there. Oh, sorry. She had a boyfriend. She did not have a boyfriend yep. at the time. Nope. They, yes. She right. no, she did
2: not. Anyways, yes. Not last, officially. He may work here. Oh, that'd oh, really? be weird. That's that smart. desk.
4: No way! You're kidding, You're Colin? Kidding. Are you joking?
2: One of the one of the interests, not the one I think we were talking about, though. But, yeah. yeah, she had a couple.
3: Yeah, it was the dude with the long hair, right? Well,
2: yeah, that's so what you guys are talking about. I'm yeah. talking about the previous one, the the, the, one. Asian,
3: the half Asian one.
2: No, no, no. There was one. Even oh,
3: before that, that, that one? Wow,
2: Colin? Huh, Colin? You that got that a, desk right there. That desk oh. right there. The inside scoop. Uh-huh. This the, is the inside baseball the of by KMA Talk Radio. Rumor free. Yeah.
4: I didn't. She's not still in the business. She's I don't this, know anything about. She's her. in uh, skincare. Oh god!
0: But anyway, How do
2: you know that she's in
4: skincare? I'm friends with her on Facebook.
2: So anyway, um, <laughs> it's time for our uh, special guest. Uh, oh, is man he on? calling in from is the uh, lovely Carolina. Nice. Mr. William Cooper. Oh yeah, he texted.
0: Hey, y'all! Was my theme music. The scoop with Coop, breaking industry news here at first on KMA Talk Radio and Cigar-Coop.com. Yes,
2: Koopaloop, what is going on?
8: Good morning, guys. How's everyone doing today?
2: No complaints. How's everything in the lovely
8: Carolinas? Rainy. Rainy and cold. I want, ra- yeah, I heard the discussion about me going down to Florida. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to work on my wife to convince her. Yeah, please but, come but over. Let me make it clear, Paul. i, I no, I, d- I rule the roost in my house. Wow. <laughs> wow. My man, Coop. Coop, if you ruled the roost, listen, you'd listen, live in Florida. Listen, I'm not no. getting dragged to weddings every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Or, daddy, or daddy classes. Did, or dude, I was just going to so so say, I say that. i got to make that part clear. I was just
3: going to say that. Right? There's a big difference with relocating your wife. And being dragged to weddings and daddy daycares and friendsgivings and whatever else you gotta.
2: I
4: had fun at friendsgiving. Friendsgiving was fun. I drank a bunch of beer, smoked
2: a cigar, had a good time. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so okay.
8: uh Coop, what is going on in the news this week? Well, did you hear? Did you hear some news uh, about the Avo unexpected? No, do tell. What, what, what <laughs> There was a there? story about Avo?
3: What happened?
8: Yeah, uh, light bulbs yeah I mean, a- surprise. Um, so. Back at the trade show, there was a series of Avo cigars that were released or unveiled as special limited editions. Um, wasn't much told about them, and we could talk about what, what I suspected at the time, but um, last Friday, there was a, short, a show, um, the Scardojo show had the Davidoff team on, and it was revealed that, and I think folks may have can, already heard this, can that I interject these four Avo unexpected I cigars were not limited editions,
4: but they were four avocor blends uh, with different banding Coop, hold on one second. Abe wants just, to just, chime in. You know, he's getting antsy.
3: Because Coop is like, gives it straight, right? Because he's the news guy. I know, he's plain white bread, but I need to, I need, <laughs> I need to add to the, we need re- some Sesame seeds the here. reality <laughs> of the story here, right? <laughs> they weren't on the Cigar Dojo. They flew Cigar Dojo down to have a big <laughs> press release at their headquarters in Pinellas Park with four executives. And then they didn't just say at the end of the show that these were all right. They spent the first 45 minutes of the show talking about the 1,500 limited production, worldwide production of these lines and how special they were. And they sold out. So reiterating the lie to only then in the last 15 minutes of the show say that none of these were limited production cigars. They were just our normal brands that we repacked. See how, see, how, so, so Abe, see how it gets a little more dramatic? Yeah, no, you're accurate it. on that. You're accurate on more that. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Putting some lipstick on a pig. And
4: Abe. Coop is saying that is rumor-free. That is,
3: no, no, that's thing. exactly
8: what hey, happened. Here's the okay. thing, Abe. You guys were talking about Kyle's drop program before. And, and let me tell you something. Everyone does this in the industry. Kyle's not the first person to do what, he, what he's doing. Maybe not everyone does direct-to-consumer, but they're all masquerading stuff. When I saw these releases at the trade show, what I kind of suspected they might be offshoot to the AVO line because one of them mentioned 25-year-old Tobacco. But I kind of figured, all right, they were just leftover stuff in the factory. They would just maybe something that was tweaked or something like that. We, we see that happen all the time. I, I, I never suspected they were the exact same cigars. Okay, well. I haven't smoked them, though. I'll say that. I haven't smoked them, though.
3: There's no secret that repackaging or rebranding of exact same cigars goes on in this industry, right? If, 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 right. If, if you really don't believe that happens, I have a bridge to sell you. <laughs> but, okay. There are a lot of guys who do try to make something that's a one-off or unique or different and and whatnot, right? So this whole exercise just reaffirms and made the credibility, reaffirms those guys who are suspect, and, 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 and the credibility of some limited releases for everybody, not just for Davidoff. That's what they didn't understand, right? Look, I, I get the exercise, right? And I, and I want to ask you exactly how your take is on it because I didn't buy into the brand at the show. We never had it, so I never had to deal with lying to my consumers or telling them something that apparently ended up not being true, but um, the exercise was noble in thought, right? So I, we have these good cigars our core stable brands. How do we how do we re-excite people about it, right? Now, there was better execution methods they could have taken. They could have come out with a four-pack called the Avo Experiment, right, and had people just write in their opinions and then when they saw everybody liked it they could have said hey these are your normal brands right and everybody hated it they could say okay we're never going to make those cigars right but they could have they, there's there were better vehicles than to blatantly lie repackage There are sheer economics of this there are guys who go on the show and buy into these deals because they know that consumers will get excited and they're lying to the consumers then to even the cherry on the ice cream they sold it at a higher markup than the normal production, <laughs> right? Well, because they have to offset the limited packaging they made, right? So they didn't even at the cost of their own experiment. They didn't even say, "Hey, let's just eat our packaging cost and mark this at the same." No, the price. consumer has to pay for this. The consumer had to pay for it. Yep. So obviously, Jeff Jeff come, Jeff from Corona cigar, Jeff Borchers comes out and blasts them, right? He's watching right now, and with and, us. and did the honorable thing, and because I mean, it's exactly what I would have done. I would have said, "Hey," um. Anybody who feels like they got you know, whatever, send it back to me. I will take your refund. That's the honorable thing to do. I would have shoved it back down Davidoff's throat. I think Jeff put a fifty percent blowout the next day online yep. because that, that now he's eating it, right? So, but you know, I really expected because look, I mean, look, I've been in a retailer. We had fiascos, marketing fiascos, right? We did a Robin Williams like tribute sapper, which you know we got blasted. I got 15,000, no, 1,500 emails. But historically, we had done. I didn't a know about that. Listen, historically, we had, we always have the parody weekly sampler, right? Now, now it all focuses on me, so we'd be safe. But back, you know, and we had done a commemorative sampler when James Gandolfini. Nobody cared, right? We don't make money on these samplers. We were blowing out ten cigars for Right, cigars bucks, that right? you already had. Right? It was just blowing them out, right? So we did a Robin William one, and I was on vacation in North Carolina, and then my phone blew up. Like <sighs> Eric Guttermerson was getting a hold of me. He went, dude, did you see? I mean. We had backlash. I literally spent the next two days replying to fifteen hundred emails. We shut it down. We told people whatever money that was sold, the whole amount we're going to just donate to St. Jude's Church. Because, of, but you got to you got to take control of it, right? Yeah. So I'm figuring to myself. I'm th- I'm saying to myself, all right, the next day, what I, are they going to do? What are they going to do? The only thing I could do is I would have made a press release. And I would have said, look, we had a noble effort to try to revitalize some. Great cigars that we thought were, you know, not getting the attention they should. We failed in the execution. We didn't think this through and think about how this may be deemed deceptive and how the consumers and the retailers maybe we deeply apologize for this. It wasn't our intention. And if anyone out there feels like, you know, they bought into something that, you know, they didn't want or whatever based on the knowledge now, please go back to your brick and mortar store return them to your retailer we'll take them all back but so what and did they, should, they do they should what did they do did they, they do made anything? a press release they're releasing 18 more limited editions in 2020. <laughs> that's what went out Monday
1: yep April Fools in December I mean seriously <laughs> that was
3: the response that's the only thing that I heard on Monday was another 18 limited edition regional Davidovs coming <laughs> out Monday I mean I think, the year
2: 2020 like, what,
3: yeah. what, what's your take because I, I talked with Eric cutttermerson because if you notice because he didn't know the guy from Scar Jojo. I, I talked to him right after. Yeah. He didn't know what was going on. I mean, they flew him down there. They said we got a big yeah. news. He had no idea. And if you watch him, he's like, oh, 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 okay. And he went so far to even ask them, "Do you feel like some of your consumers may feel like they've been duped?" You know, and then they sat around laughing about it. <gasps> yeah, well, because, and I don't think it was malicious. Obviously it wasn't. I don't it was think just, it was either. They just, four people completely, bu- not look, even
4: thinking about he, that. Listen,
3: me, I, I, I always say this, is like a common expression, you've gotten enamored with your own Picasso, right? you painted this painting in front of you that you saw, oh, look how beautiful and you're just not seeing the light, right? And that's what they did. They came up with this marketing idea and thought it was so brilliant that nobody just stopped to even think about the ramifications of it, right? I mean, what's yeah. your take on it, Coop?
8: Well, a so, uh, couple of things. First of all, as far as um, Eric, Going down there to do the show, and I love Eric. He's a good friend of mine. We, we would have never agreed to do that, okay, without knowing what the content was. Really? I mean, we've been. Hold on. To, really? No, I'm telling you, we, I, I've, I've turned people down already because it gives immediately I lose control of my program when that happens. So there was no, and if I had known what it was, there was no way I would do it because immediately when I heard this on Friday night, I started messaging some of the media guys saying, "You guys got to hear this because this is going to blow up." Like no end. So okay, I kind hold of on. Go this whole thing coming on Coops Friday the, night. Wait wait, 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 wait,
3: wait. Because now, now we have to stop our <laughs> tracks. because now you've become the subject, sus, uh, the subject of my interview. Ready? Because why? Because if I was you, or if I was in that thing, or they asked KMA to do it, I would have went even I didn't know him. And when they said it, no why? Why not? Oh, you, you're you're bringing out the news. It doesn't make you compli- complicit. And I would have said to them. You don't feel like I, then I would have put them on the spot by saying, look, you don't think there's an economic problem here with making retailers buy into this. I would have done my job as a journalist and, and brought light and see how they've answered those questions. And you would have had the benefit because you knew. See, Eric wasn't ready. He didn't have the benefit, right? Because he had no idea what he was getting into. So I guess maybe just preparedness. But, but that's sp- what I'm saying. That's why I, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, exactly. You, you we would said, not have
8: been prepared
3: to you, do that. I know. But you also said that if they had told you, you wouldn't agree to do it. If they had told you, you had the knowledge to prepare yourself, to ask them the right questions and to put them on the spot, would, why wouldn't you have done it?
8: Unless, was no hand, unless they gave me carte blanche. Unless they gave me carte blanche with no, with no strings attached. Because my, my <laughs> podcast is not an infomercial. We have that very thing. We, we don't want our podcast mm, to be an okay. infomercial. So we're not going to go p- tell our, our listeners there's some big announcement coming only to let them down. And, and 90% of the time, and that's the whole basis of the teaser-free thing, right? I'm not going to put a big announcement. If that's not a big a, announcement, a, in my, due, uh, then respect, I'm letting my audience down.
3: with all due respect, that was a fucking big announcement. <laughs>
8: I mean, that was like epically, it, it turned out in this case it was, right? <laughs> no, but, I mean, originally, <laughs> I thought it was going to be... I thought they were going to announce like a Dojo Avo Hong Kong Fui cigar. Exactly so what damn. I thought. <laughs> Hong Kong Fui. I love the reference. <laughs> you just dated yourself. I mean, afraid. that's what I thought. Now, now Abe, the second part what I want to make is I think this is what I said. Davidoff um those are those are good folks who were on that show. This was just a bad decision they made. Bad decision. It was just it was a bad decision. And the fact that they didn't speak up on it all week is made it worse. A bad was bad as well. The, the easy thing they could is like you you just mentioned it. You fall on your sword with a press release and apologize. Um and now every time Davidoff a Davidoff post goes up, everyone's now questioning it. And like you said, wait. with the eighteen limited edition, yeah. now now they're putting they put their credibility out there. I, I think it was a bad, I think it was a bad move them not addressing this this week.
3: But just so you know how it is in my mind now, the phrase hashtag unexpected now is my go to reference for anything that looks like bullshit. <laughs> that word now will never be changed in my mind. I use it regularly. hello that was hashtag unexpected. Yeah, because I can't wait till they come and try to sell me a limited edition novel next year. I'm gonna laugh my ass off.
8: I mean, it, absolutely it, you know, it was, it, positively, totally. Not. I mean, it's a fair thing. You know, I don't. I they had want... six avos at the show, Abe. Right? There was six avos. <laughs> They've never done six avo releases. There was something weird about that, and that's why I thought maybe this was just stuff they pulled out of the factory. You know, so they usually do one avo release. You know, that's six. You
3: know what? You know what? Those kind of moves tell me, and I could be way off base, but this is just in my limited knowledge and my little Abe verse that I exist in, right? Abe <laughs> a- yeah, verse. Yeah, because because. <laughs> Because you, you want to know who doesn't make 20 limited, 20 even just new extensions or line extensions or anything every year? Padron? Fuente? Yep. You know, Oliva? Oliva. The, the people that do this tells me it's a numbers problem. That's what I suspect, right? They're not making numbers. They're losing market share, and they're desperate to generate volume. And that, I, I could be completely wrong. I, I'm not speaking to totally
8: t- yeah, I'm not speaking with
3: any knowledge. Like I know this is the case, but this is what this tells me, right? This is a desperate attempt. These are desperate attempts that we need to generate market share. It's too hard to build the brand. It's not easy to build a brand, right? A new line, but we'll just make a lot of limited shit, and people go nuts and buy limited shit, right? Which, which really, because it bothers me. Because I'm going to tell you why. I have my micro blend program, right? We're close, Coop. You know the amount of efforts. With most of my projects. Now, I I have blatantly outright said there are projects I had no say in, right? Padron. Padron, Padron, the only say I got was I was able to make the size. I asked for a 6x60 and they made it before they ever had one. That was my only input. Fuente, no input. They had cigars. that had been sitting there. They did for something. Never got used. Never got made. They'd been there forever. We banded them up. I had no say. But all the other ones, right? All the other ones, were we really worked on blends, right? I was sent blends. We tried them, we sat around. I mean, you sat with me in the office when we were doing Red Meat Lovers, right? Yep. I think Saki yep. even said the one we picked wasn't his favorite one yep. or something. You know what I mean, Also true. Yeah. So, so some of us go really to an effort to do something like this, and this just ruins it. It discredits it. It makes it awful, right? And, and then I sit here and I say, don't buy into the bullshit of limited editions and I'm making limited editions, but you know and this is, this is what's happening, right? Because Caldwell was on the show last week. And he's like, you know, that's the new thing. Yeah. You know, limited you no know, collaborations, right? Collaborations. Yeah, yeah. collaborations. now is a new thing. Because look, everybody's doing limited editions now. It's getting saturated with limited editions. Let's move down to collaborations, right? And it's it's like desperate attempt for for volume and numbers. You know, my micro blend series is I'm trying to just create something unique and special. we do small runs, three hundred, four hundred now, five hundred. We want just to make something cool. You smoke it, you try it, and, and look. If it's I a mean, big if it's a big hit, something that was awesome, like uh, Red Meat Lovers Clubber. We'll revisit it. We'll make it again. I mean, next year is the 10th anniversary of Tatuahi Anarchy. We're bringing it back out in a new Vitola. Same blend. Pete's making the same blend as the original blend and a completely new Vitola. So, but. I
5: mean, I, I got it. I mean, I was talking from my point of view am manufacturer, right? So, you want to come out with something new to get the market driver, but at the same point, you want to grow with your regular brothers. Well, That's they, what you want to grow I understand, right? but when you, you
3: can't, when you can't grow you're right. with your regular product, right. then what, what you do, about? Yeah. and this is what I'm saying, I have a feeling that this is where Davidoff's at, right? Their core stuff, they're having a hard time keeping their market share and their shelf space, and why else do you make 18 regional, six limited edition album? I mean, it's just absurd.
1: What, what, what I don't understand is, what, uh, you know, why would you even reveal that, that, uh, that- Because they thought they were genius. Right,
3: right. Right? Because they, <laughs> people love to wear blinders, right? Their point was to show people that, look, you need to go read back and revisit cigars you used to smoke a long time ago because you've forgotten how good they were. Right. And they achieved that because people were out there saying how much they loved these limited editions. Right, right, right. So they were so proud of themselves that they have accomplished their goal, they lost sight in how that was going to come out and how that was going to be the people. Right. You know, The one thing that got a little misconstrued in the the posting was they interpreted the laughing of the group on the video as, ha, 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 we're laughing at you. That's not what that laughing was. It was, look at what a great marketing thing that we did, that we were successful in showing consumers that, hey, if you haven't smoked something long enough, you should go back and try it because that's how awesome it is. And that was a laughter of pride. and and it, It wasn't that, hey, we got one over on the consumers. They were just completely blind. They got blindsided. dude. Do you ever play football? Like yeah. if you're a tackle yeah, yeah, and you're rushing yeah, yeah. the quarterback yeah, and the yeah. guard's pulling, <laughs> yeah. and you see that quarterback and you're salivating, like I'm going to make this sack, and then bam. They just got blindsided. They, they, that guard was pulling, came across the center, and cracked it. I mean, they did see it coming.
1: Yeah, the optics of it, it, it didn't help them. They had zero optics.
3: Yeah, yeah. They were looking yeah.
1: at one specific dot on
3: the right. wall. That's it. Wow. So sorry to keep interrupting you, Coop.
8: No, no. I mean, it's a good, it's a good discussion there as far as that goes. You know, I think I think Davidoff's like I think they've struggled in the last few years because you know, you're seeing a lot of Davidoff releases now in craft paper bundles. I mean, this is Davidoff we're talking about. I mean, would you would you sell a Rolex watch in a in a in a paper bag or something like that? W- would you like me to answer? I, that I, question? I don't. Un- yeah, I don't understand this bundle stuff. Which I understand they're trying to bring up limited releases. But the seated stuff like in craft paper bundle. this isn't dab it Up. This is a luxury brand. And yeah. I think someone's missing the boat here with that.
3: You, you, you mean you wouldn't buy a Mont Blanc pen in a Ziploc? <laughs> no. I <what's> know. <laughs> Listen to me. They started that program. Maybe, maybe in Times Square. Hold on, this is a true story. Uh. This is a true story, right? They started that program. I, I forget what it's called. Do you remember what it's called? Um, the Vault Series. The Vault Series. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, somebody just mentioned
4: it on the Facebook the comments. Yeah, the, Vault the, Vault the Vault Series. The Vault
3: Series, right? I signed up for the Vault Series. Sounded good. They're gonna make something special, small runs. I was mm-hmm. only gonna be able to get like ten of them or something. Yep, something right? well, I wasn't that, gonna yeah. get a lot, so I, I didn't have a sell sell a lot. There's always a lot of collectors. They showed up in bundles. What did I do? You sent them back. I said, Are "You kidding me? You put thirty dollars cigar? What was it twenty, thirty dollars a cigar? Pretty much. And you put them in bundles. It wasn't even wrapped, Paul. It wasn't even packaged nice like a some of the stuff Drew Estate does. It was just in shrunk wrap bundle. <laughs> wow. Ten sticks. I said, get out of here! That just shows me how lack of effort. Let's just make something limited. Lack of effort they wanted to put in. I sent them back. We never we stopped carrying them. So yeah, it's definitely becoming abused in my opinion.
8: Yeah, so I I said I think they're you know I think they're struggling right now, and 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 it's very clear with that, Um, you know. But like I said, any of these these releases that I see in these cute packaging, and it was really Caldwell that made it cool with that Lost and Found series. And now everyone's doing it because he had success with it. But they put it in cute packaging. They put a cute marketing idea on it. And I can't believe that people are buying this stuff. Is all I just, I just sit there. I'm, like, I'm, I'm blown away that this stuff is actually moving. Well, um,
3: I mean, look. Here's the thing in, in retrospective packaging, right? Because a lot of my original microblends <laughs> were done in boxes, right? Um, but it, it's kind of, if you're doing something legitimate and limited, right, I know I'm only going to make 500 Units, right? It's tough to want to put the cost of a box into something I'm only making five hundred of. So lately, that's been our move, right? We've been, I've been asking for that packaging because I'm trying to keep our selling price at, at, at the most reasonable price I can, right? But I'm not charging thirty dollars a stick for any of my projects, right? right? right. Almost, uh, almost all our no. projects are under ten bucks. They're nine ninety five, almost all of them are nine ninety five or less. So, I mean. You know, I see the logistics of it, and I don't mind that as much. But, but like, even with Red Meat Lovers Club, we went out and got butcher paper. We put the logo on We even make a little USDA – we made little – Touches it to show that hey here's yeah, something it's
4: nice. Cool. It's a cool. The first know if I got yeah, was but...
3: literally a shrunk wrap ten count bundle in plastic clear cello. I mean there was nothing. Nothing pretty about it. Nothing. Ooh. There was a just card. like a regular. Sorry, I think it was a card. Or yeah, a there might
1: have been. There yeah. was
3: a card on the label, so you knew what it was yeah, and right. whatever. That was it.
1: How would you sell it in a in a in a tray or just like that? And as a how, how would you sell it? Wow. I like got ten <laughs> bundles of ten. How am I going to sell it? Wow. Yeah, I said in the back.
8: Yeah. But, but you never said, Abe, it was super secret tobaccos, aged for ten. I mean, that's the, that's the stuff that's a red flag. And, and plus you're putting a whole marketing campaign around it, which is telling me if you're investing in a marketing campaign, Abe, it's a project. It's not something that you're just slapping a label on. And, and I see some of these things that just suddenly show up that it's clear that these were just things that, you know, were found somewhere and, and slapped a label on it.
3: Listen, I had lunch with Lou Rothman uh, Saturday last week. No, no, sorry. This Wednesday. I don't know where I got Saturday from. Had lunch with Lou Rothman and a friend this Saturday. And hey, Paul, you you getting him on right? Have you talked with him he, yet?
4: Yeah, he's going to get back to me. He's going to come on in January for sure. Okay, good. Oh, I can't so, wait for that. Oh, I love. I oh, love he's got the Lou. best stories. one man, of but... the smartest guys
3: in the industry. And Lou wrote an article once because in the two thousands, like you know, the between like two thousand and nine and twelve or fifteen, there were a lot of brands coming up saying, "Hey, we had you know twenty year tobacco and." all this stuff and all this stuff and you know, Lou, Lou actually just printed out and said hey let me tell you something there was a boom in 1997 nobody had tobacco right. nobody can make cigars it, the only tobacco that's still around from that was crap that nobody wants to use right but they all were marketing and ad, there was so many brands that were marketing and advertising but you know you during 1997, 90, you couldn't find Macanudo, Fuente, Ashton. You couldn't find these in stores anywhere, you know, especially like ninety nine, because the boom had hit. Cigar aficionado had come. Cigar now had come out, and everybody's not just the stores got depleted. What they had, the reserves got depleted. They literally had to start rolling stuff from scratch. There Was not many people
5: growing tobacco by that year. Yeah.
3: And then that's when all these rinky-dink companies who were trying to edge their way in the business and no one gave them the time of day, guess what? Their brands were great because now it was something a retailer could buy and sell because you couldn't get anything. That's where you got the Havana Gold and the Mikubanos and the Huracanos. Do you remember all these brands?
1: Don Nobodies.
3: Right? I mean, seriously, all these brands that came out of the woodwork, uh, Havana Sunrise. Do you remember remember that brand? Of Of course. So there was a lot of brands that came out that were like everybody was loving them. Because there was nothing else they can get, right? And then every then is it all balanced out and became normalized again? You know, the, all those brands are gone. I, I can't think of one brand that's still around from the boom.
1: I remember the cigar aficionado was like three inches thick. Right, oh the yeah, they were brands. like they were like Bibles. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Seriously,
3: yeah. The, the cigar fisher now magazine was like, well, we I have some in my rear and vintage yeah. room. I got the, some of the first issues. They're like a it's like a phone book. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Now it's like a, you know the American Airlines magazine in the back yeah. of the. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, I mean it's just crazy. But you know that, but this industry, it's been suspect to that. But is this industry different than any other industry that kind of plays that game? Whether it's Nike and gym shoes and whatever and jeans, look. There's an old saying, right? Uh caveat emptor, is that the buyer or beware? One, caveat vendor. Yeah, caveat emptor, buyer beware, right? It's a Latin saying that you Paul, no, are you busy? You're a little preoccupied. No, I'm, normally I'm, my Latin, I'm listening my Latin to you. comments <laughs> would have you know instigated I'm so your fascinated your
4: that you're bringing up you're speaking Latin on the show. Yeah, caveat emptor. <laughs> and <which> I'm watching. <laughs> I'm not if I'm not looking at you, I'm looking at the <laughs> okay.
3: screen. I'm watching you. Caveat emptor which is buyer beware. And I think that holds true <laughs> in our industry. Buyer beware. You know, you can't just you know just read everything and think it's right. If you don't is.
4: educate yourself, then it's partially your fault. It's not just the person that's trying to dupe you. Let's be honest it's it's your fault for not being educated. And a part about part of this industry too is I think part of the fun of being into cigars, much like with wines or or um, or craft beers, is I want to know. Like I, I'm fascinated having guys like you on. Like I want to I want to learn about how. Like how you how you come up with your brands, how things are made, how like that. there's something fascinating about that. To somebody like Abe that that has been in this industry for so long, maybe it's not as it's not as interesting, but for guys like, like me, like the regular cigar smokers out there, it's cool to learn about this stuff. So why wouldn't you want to know where these I mean, cigars came like, from?
5: We we don't really like, it. it's like think about it. I, I wore with one of the biggest growing of tobacco in Nicaragua. So we have everything. Right. So I, I don't need to lie to sell my products, Right? So, like, this is what I make. Think about, Dave, as we are, uh, tobacco is called HBC Serie A. We launched last year at the IPCPR. I'm sorry, this year. All the tobacco that we use is classification A. What does that mean? And yeah, what's classification classi- A mean? So, yeah. okay. And i classified tobacco A, B, and C. So all the tobacco they use for the... brand. The factory. Yes, Aghanor's, So They, so they, classify, they classify the tobacco By the size, by the color. The by, shade, the color spots, by the color, by the shape, by the size, by the feel in your hands. So all the tobacco they use is classification A. Right? It doesn't mean it's the best, best tobacco. Because sometimes I have a lot of blanks that work with tobacco B and tobacco A. But for, for that specific, it's classification A.
3: Right? Wait, don't, do, don't do it that, so I get it. And on top of that, we use up. a
5: half leaf of Maduro Ligero inside.
3: There we go. I'm trying to show the cigars, but I have to go opposite. I have to go opposite of what I'm seeing on the screen. So yeah. Actually, little... you know, that yeah, one yeah, is La
5: Rosa 520. Usually, that's a limited edition every a true limited edition.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no. So that is... It's not unexpected. Is that your the cigar that you smoke the most of yours?
5: Well, actually, that yeah,
3: is, that's... that's. It's my stick. Go ahead. Keep talking.
5: That is my address in Havana. You okay. see the place. Oh, 520 the back rosa? The s- now we know where you live. Yes, that's right, right there. So every uh. year La Rosa 520, I do just limited edition, different size every year.
3: Okay. But is is, is the
5: blend a regular production blend? No, no. Okay, so that, no. this is a blend you make once no, a year. Yeah, once a year, yeah. Different size. Right. But I just and this year we introduced first time we use San Andres Maduro wrapper with the only two size with them forty six and fifty four.
4: So that one with the 54 on it, that's Yeah, 54. that's the 54. <laughs> I know.
5: Uh, and so probably this year, this one was the one really inside about police. Oh, this one? Sure. This is the... You know, everybody was funny. like, what, what's what, what, 500, 500 years in yeah? Cuba? Yeah. No, me 500. 500 years. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you the look good, man. <laughs> this is the five hundredth anniversary of Havana. Havana. So Havana was founded <laughs> 500 years ago, and I want to make something unique, limited for the project. And with the 20,000 oh, cool cigars box, yeah. with the Skyline of Havana yeah. and actually the blend is one of the really, really like enough body cigars, just a nice medium Well, you know body cigars and actually the cigar has been out there and I got really good feedback from the consumers.
3: You know, Steve Saka once said he likes to blend cigars for him. saka right? mm-hmm. He likes to blend to his palate, to his taste. Do you? Always I, I, I think you will fail
5: if you try to blend for somebody.
3: Right. So we, whenever blend you make, you make it a blend that you enjoy on some level. You, always. So, but you, okay. So when you blend the, uh, so are any of those full body? That's medium the, full. Medium full. Medium full. Because yeah, that's your range. Like,
5: that, uh, you, me, me personal, I'm not a full 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 body That's guy. the thing.
3: So you don't make anything full full body. Full full? No, I don't. Because it's not no. something you palate. It's
5: Makes sense.
2: Okay. Uh so Coop, what else is going on in the news
8: this week? <laughs> so uh there's a new Agonorsa leaf uh cigar that's gonna debut uh at the tr- at the T P E trade show this year. Is
3: that the one that's like a uh, very colorful band?
5: Yep, the Agonorsa uh, Leaf I Supreme it.
8: Leaf it's called.
5: Oh. Actually, I actually uh, smoking so that good. one that one the fat is really, really good. Yeah? Yeah, I really like it.
8: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Crow Cor- uh, ninety nine dominant blend five by fifty two box press robusto, um, and it's described as a limited production run, with an initial allocation of five hundred ten count boxes.
2: Okay, once again back to the limited production runs. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Love how it all comes full <laughs> circle all the well, time. Well, you know, you, you know what's interesting, Adam, uh, Steve Saka, you mentioned him. He'll tell you basically that everything is limited production. It's just some limited productions are much larger than others. So it's a matter of the size of that. Well, but his but is pretty because much everything has a production limitation.
4: His is, his is limitation on either the amount of tobacco that he can get or the amount of tobacco that they can reasonably afford as a company of a certain type of tobacco, right? Coop, is, isn't it more because he uses different, you know, he, he kind of picks out com- some kind of like strange uh, tobaccos that you really can't get a lot of? Or is that just me making stuff up?
3: Are you asking me? I'm asking both you and Coop. I was letting Coop respond first. Go ahead, Coop.
4: <laughs> Where the hell did, did we Coop? lose Coop?
3: Coop, are you there? Coop. Yeah, we must have lost All it. All right, well, what was the question then? Sorry, the uh,
4: number uh, you have died. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, Sokka I, says. I, I
3: was trying to catch up on some of the comments.
4: Sokka says that everything that he does is limited because of the types of tobacco. that he. A lot of times he blends with tobaccos that he either A, can't reasonably afford to buy for the company, you know, a ton of it to make a lot of cigars. Or B, it's just a cigar, it's just a type of tobacco that you really just can't get a lot of anyway. It's just not listen, out there.
3: I, listen, that does happen sometimes, okay. right? But and I said it, there are situations where it is, but you know, you have to understand too is the good When something's limited, when when your client base is monstrous and it's very harder, but some of these smaller guys, you know, how limited is it, really? I mean, you know, Skip claims the way he makes it. Give me his whole process. He buys only the filet mignon of the cow and da-da-da, da-da-da, da you know, because he can go and only buy the, the prime stuff so they won't give him a lot of it. So, but that's your choice. Because and he is going to come on, right? I'll get him on.
5: Okay. I'll get him on.
3: All right. We'll get a new studio. He said he'd be our first guest. I know he said that. Oh, yes, think about he can't this really, but really like, well, he
5: publicly said it already. When you were with Medio Tiempo live. So, I will put this out there. When you work with Medio Tiempo, the tobacco. Medio Tiempo. Yeah, the Medio Tiempo leaves, the top of the plant. You don't know really what was coming. Right? Because you don't know. Not every plant grew on Medio Tiempo. So it doesn't get came So, if, 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 okay. if I say, like, well, what do you have this? Well, I have a Medio Tiempo in this day, but I don't know if It's next year. If you're going to be, be able have, to get exactly, enough, Exactly, yeah. Okay. Because you don't know. I or maybe mean, you're right, like you say, when you buy This company, they buy something from Aganoza, right. They say, well, we are not going to sell this tobacco This tobacco is from all factories mm-hmm. for my people
3: let, let me put it to you this way To put it in some kind of perspective, right? The situations Where you can't get enough tobacco to make the co- Whatever cigar you want in Either a greater production or a regular production Unless you just want something to be limited Like the way I do The way he wants his annual cigar to be limited, right? Right if, if it's a constriction of availability, it's nowhere near as how many stories of that exist out there. Right. So we, you know what I'm saying? It's few and far yeah. between when the it actually The situations of that reality in no way
1: equal the amount mm-hmm. that it's used out there. The I mean, it is, is a great story. It's a great story. <laughs> you know. Well, it's limited as to So most, as how as as I jumped before
3: buy. trash barrels on my Huffy back when I was seven So oh, my best <laughs> be true to yourself. What was that? Be
5: true through yourself.
3: It'd be as true as Don't you try, you
5: know, like the same point you need. Don't try to really, you know, come out with something like I know would be a lie. All, right.
2: All right. So, Coop, uh, you were answering the question before we got uh, disconnected previously.
8: Yeah, I think, I think uh, you know, you mentioned there are tobacco constraints that will make something limited. Uh, sometimes it's the skill of the roller. So if you're trying to roll a particular size, it may only be a roller that could, um, could do that particular um, size. Mm-hmm. So that's going to limit your production as well. You know, if you're doing like a Salamone or something like that, that's limited. Um, you know, the other thing to consider is also just the factory and what they can produce uh, in a time frame. And Because they have commitments maybe to larger companies or, you know, ongoing production lines where maybe they only can roll that cigar at a particular point in time. So I think there's a lot of factors that, that come in as far as something being limited goes.
5: I mean, the, uh, we were talking about this before, like, Think about this way: like this year, you know, you will get a really good crop, right? So, really good, really good. And next year, maybe your crop change a little bit because there is some things that we cannot control, right? So, and you want to use that tobacco for a limited edition run? That's something that can happen, right?
8: Right, and, and Renee, actually, with your broadleaf, that's a question I would have, like, because you, you and, were and, like the first person to do broadleaf out of out of the Agonarsal Leaf Factory, and you were able to get some broadleaf. But obviously you have a limited supply of that, and next year you don't know what kind of broadleaf you'll get, right? So exactly, it's yeah, like because you hedge we,
5: we, we don't grow broadleaf. Right. So he has to buy it. The other thing is super expensive right now in the market. Sure.
2: Okay, anyway, uh, Coop, what's going on this week on cigar-coop.com?
8: Um, it's going to be uh, a lot of the countdown, uh, top cigars of the year continues. Coop, breaking we're,
4: uh, we're, right lose, we're yep. losing out. you, Coop, but I know where you're going, so we'll make the announcement yes, for you, Coop.
2: Yes, uh, he is doing the stop cigars of the year. It's already started, so all I week long. I think he's at
4: number 23.
2: Now. I believe so, yes. So yeah. you're going to see the, if you want to see a great list of the top 25 cigars of the year, make sure you check out cigar-coop.com for all the latest news, information, and quality uh, information on the cigar industry, rumor-free and teaser-free. Every single week, all week long. Uh, Coop, thanks a lot, buddy. We will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, let's see this week who to and a Cigar Insane Asylum.
0: Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane?
2: We all go a
7: little mad sometimes.
0: Where logic and reason cease to exist. I'm the king of my castle
4: keep playing that? I'm the king of my character. <laughs> but why does he play it there? I don't understand. Yeah, That's irritating. where I can sneak it in. It fits <laughs> very
2: well there, yeah. This week, who belong to the Cigar and Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars.
3: All right. This week's inductee is looking for love in all the wrong places. According to Pinellas County Sheriff, is that Pinellas Park, Florida? That I believe is. so, yes. Cody Christopher Meter was arrested right. after he went into the local Target store around 2 p.m. He approached a display of characters from the Disney film Frozen. The arrest report says that Meter took a large Olaf stuffed animal. That'd be Olaf. Olaf, Olaf. The the, the snowman. Oh, sorry, did I insult your Disney uh, (laughs) etiquette?
2: Stop getting his Frozen character names right. right. It's so terrible. Olaf. Oh, my. Stuffed animal.
3: He laid it on the floor and then proceeded to dry hump it. Yes, the snowman until he ejaculated. To completion. To completion. We can say that now. You weren't in a Target.
2: <laughs> uh, rarely am I ever in a Target, and you will never find me in the toy department.
3: Only in Whole Foods. After yes. putting, afterwards, he had put the stuffed animal back on the rack. Meter went to the toy department when he had selected a large Didn't unicorn. Even stuffed animal and began to dry hump the unicorn. Meter was detained inside the store, and the police arrived, at which point he told the cops he did stupid stuff and admitted that he had nutted all over the Olaf stuff. I believe animals. that's a
4: quote. A quote, yeah, yes, uh, it's a quote that he nutted. <laughs> yeah, yes, he said that. So that's why we wrote it Which that brings way. me to my
2: next point, kids. Don't, don't do, do
3: that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the fouled animals were destroyed. He was charged with mis How is that a misdemeanor? I don't know. That's mis- it, misdemeanor. it says misdemeanor because it didn't involve mischief. other people, I guess. Wow. I well, congratulations Mr. Stuffed Animal Humper. You are this week's inductee into the Cigar uh, Insane Asylum. Brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. vivacious We can hear you. Yeah. Vivacious. <laughs> who do we got on next week? Next week, uh, Derek
0: Dukes. Ooh, you're, your boy. Yes. Yes. yes.
3: I got to meet him a couple weeks ago at the shop. Dude, we're going to have so much fun. Well, okay, so listen. I grew up with wrestling. Me and Gene uh-huh. Okerlund, the Road Warrior. The Road Warriors, you're too young to even know who the I don't Warriors. know who that is. Went to my high school, right? um hawk and uh the two road warriors you, you remember the road warriors or are you too young too really god i gotta get some old people for next week yeah, i
5: remember that you do not <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck
3: out of here but yeah i mean uh you know i mean i wasn't like I, I, I think i went to maybe one or two WrestleManias in my life right but um really yeah wow it was it was it, during my youth that was like a monstrous it was big it, during it, my youth that's too when Hulk hogan started was blowing. my youth Animal. Before animal. Yeah. Hawk and animal. Thank you very much. Now did you look that up or did you know it?
6: Uh, of course I knew that.
3: You looked it up. Yeah. So <laughs> I, <laughs> Listen, we could well, we'll talk about this another time. Sorry. One of them died. Oh. One of them died, yeah. One I can't remember which one, but one of them passed away, Hawk and Animal. But um and then you know, Hulk Hogan's getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. W W E. E? It's no longer called yeah. WWF to the WWF. the World Wildlife Foundation. Because yeah. because of um, you know uh, his his career, but you know him going him going dark on stage. I don't know everybody knows that moment. It was uh, I saw it on Facebook last week when they started the NWO, the New World Order. He like overnight went from being a hero to a bad guy. It was, it was brilliant. Right. It was it's brilliant. Right. It was genius. Right. It was genius. It was and he, Derek. Everybody got, loves the heel turn. And, and and Derek's got all these great stories and insights. And what's that movie about the the, the girl? I forgot her name. The famous girl wrestling. He just made a movie. It was hilarious about China? a British, about a no a British oh. girl. It was a film. oh yeah with yeah. the rock and uh, yeah with yeah, the rock. Think, yeah. it, was, it was a great movie. Uh, fighting with my family. Fighting with my family. It was a great yeah. story. How her and her brother <laughs> got called jamanji. up for an audition, and they didn't take her brother. They took her, and she had made a big career out of it. But to see the insight, hmm. to see the insight of what it is, I'm, I'm excited about the show next week. And of course, he's a hardcore cigar guy. He is right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I we were talking oh, about yeah, that. Yeah, he's yeah. not Zona Palooza. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait guy. to talk to him. Yeah, I happen to. Don't bring happen to belt know belt. We could put it on. I don't know if you'll be able to carry it. It's kind of heavy, but <laughs> you don't think I could carry it? Not with those rubber arms. <laughs> How dare you? I go. I, I go work
4: out. I know. Uh, I work. happen to know Mick Foley a little bit, so Who? I wonder if he knows him. Mick Foley, Cactus Jack,
3: Mankind. That was probably when later. I later. That when I got mature and stopped. Like, yeah, that, I was a kid. When he it. was big. yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I'll
6: see. Relate to everything. I think.
3: Uh, Sid, I'm sorry. Sid Vicious. He's from Long Island. Iron Sheik. Yeah, well, you're going. Iron, Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. pull on. Iron Sheik. Mr. Wonderful. Paul Orndorff. Iron Ric Sheik. Flair. Yeah, Iron Robert. Sheik came back. Now, that's going back to Mean Gene Okerlund days of I mean, what was it called back then? The WW. It was WWF probably. No, no? Th- that's what was F. WCW. No. WCW maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. going way back to the Mean Gene Okerlund Randy days. Savage. The Macho Man. Ooh,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, oh, I remember Macho Man. Oh yeah. Snap into a slim chip Anyway Next week It'll be a really great show We hope you
2: enjoyed Every part of this week's show If you missed any part Make sure you go back To the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page Hit all the highlights The podcast comes out On Monday Till next week And as always Keep it lit
0: You're listening to KMA Talk Radio Follow us on Facebook And Twitter We're on
8: Instagram too
0: Yes It's mandatory
2: (laughs) Cigar Fairy's making rounds.
0: Yeah That's fantastic Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio.